Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. My G's still pumping, sold on the coaster, you know that my doja kosher, game over soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa, niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor, don't mean it insult you, but fuck the vultures, I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I crank up the focus to get it amplified, feel it's in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry, designed to recline and sip the chateau, plotting on the bronze behind with a banging natural, is he a rebel, a rascal, is that a- well do it live, of course, that is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, October 10th, 2018. I am your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me, per usual, is my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's going on? Not too much, man. What's up? N- not, uh, things are good. Uh, how are things with you? Doing all right. Doing all right. You uh you still sitting on milk crates or you uh you joined civilized society yet? Well, yeah. Um what? No, I know what you're referencing. Um <laughs> I'm not home, but I get um I finally get our, our furniture again on Friday, so that's kind of exciting. Nice four nice. hour window for the furniture people, but uh but yeah. Um it's weird like either literally either being in bed or like on like a WrestleMania commemorative chair, like it's it's one of the two. <laughs> Spent a lot of time sleeping. Sort the of fact that. that you you still have yours and it gets used, you know, often enough as much as a chair. Gets mm-hmm. used, uh, it, it's it's good because mine from '04, my rump, Rumble '04 one. I know yours is what from like 2010 or 11, I think. Was it '08, the Mania one? I forget. Now, when did you go to Mania? Twelve, Miami. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Mine, yeah, it lasted about six years. Uh, then that thing, like the, the the bolts and jiggers, started coming loose. Uh, but yeah, all right, cool. Um, good to catch up. Let's go ahead and give out all the pertinent information. Again, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. We are here live, talking some wrestling, talking all kinds of stuff. We want to talk to you. There are two ways to have your voice heard on this here show. Uh, option number one, call us, hit up the Constellation line, get in line. We'll uh, have you on air and, and talk to you all you want. Hit the line, uh, hit the Constellation line at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Uh, the other option, other way to have your voice heard on this here show is to drop us a voicemail. You've got three minutes to air any grievances, rants, raves, questions, comments, whatever you got, hit the voicemail line and uh, and uh, drop it on us. 415-787-5229. 415-787-5229. That's the voicemail line. Or you could hit us old school on the email tip. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast. Audio show at gmail.com. We've got, uh, looks like we've got a couple of non-VIP emails in, so we'll get to those in a little bit. So get your uh, 
get your emails in. Get, and then and, uh, mark it VIP or non-VIP so I know which segment of the show <clears throat> to read it, whether me and Cam will get to it or Rich and I later in the VIP. Uh, find us on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at TravLord and find Cam at Seahawk, and that's C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook, the Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, share with us there, interact with us and the rest of the Linos on that page. Shout out to, we did have a new like this week. And that's, uh, yeah, Paul Anthony. Appreciate you, Paul Anthony, for the like. Uh, share the uh, page on on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. You know how that goes. So, yeah, Cam, where do we want to start? Uh, headlines, poll, poll results. It's on you. It could definitely be, um, you know, poll results. Um, first poll, and a lot of this has to do with stuff that's happened in the last uh, three or four days. Um, you know, which of these four matches would you want to see headline evolution? Uh, 9% said Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. 18% said Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella for the Raw Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. 20% said the uh, the May Young Classic Finals. And 53% said Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. So, yeah, Overwhelming. Uh, ran away with the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the most well-built feud going right now. Um, you know it's going to be a good quality matchup. Now, you're they're not qualifying that hard. for the women. Are you saying all of TV, all of, you know, the main roster stuff? Go Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just wanted that, to make sure. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, there's something to be said for A.J. Daniel Bryan, but that's it's a different story. Um, and you have to really be – Really pay attention to things that have happened over the last year or so, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 the best story they've told in a while. Um, so I think do, the Becky Lynch's character is really interesting right now. Do you read anything into the May Young getting a couple of points more, twenty percent compared to Rousey uh, or, or Rousey uh, uh, Nikki Bella is? Is the fact that a Ronda Rousey match is third, comfortably third um, in this thing, say anything about her, Nikki Bella, Raw? Is... I think it's, it's, it's a Nikki Bella indictment. I think, yeah. um, you know, people who vote in wrestling Twitter polls aren't the biggest Nikki Bella fans. Um, further that point, um, I posted in, in that, that really big wrestling group that exists on the Internet, um, on Facebook, I posted mm-hmm. a screenshot that we got from Weez, um, showing that two million people had watched the uh, the WWE clip of the Bellas beating down Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and I didn't qualify it. I literally just said, "Hey, it's a lot of views," and the comments were just, you know, gross. Um, <laughs> people being being very hyperbolic. Um, being very extreme, like, oh, they can't work at all, and, um, you know, they're only there because of, you know, who they're sleeping with, the TV show that they have, 
But look, it's not the it's not the conversation we're having. We're not talking about why so many people are watching. We're talking about the number of people who are watching. And you know, yeah. if it's generate some money that some of the people want to see, you should go with it. But I do think that the type of person who would exist on a, on a wrestling message board to talk about wrestling on social media is not necessarily the type of person who would be fond of a an all-women's pay-per-view headline by Nikki Bell. It just doesn't work like that. Um, okay. And I get it. You know, I, I understand where they're coming from. So, yeah. I don't think it's an indictment on Ronda Rousey. Though. Like, Ronda Rousey just the reactions to everything that Ronda Rousey does, they're huge. Like they, they really are genuinely huge. People are very much into her moveset. They're into that thing she does when she gets fired up and hits all those punches on people that would normally, you know, crush their ribs but doesn't. Um, they get fired up for the armbar setup no matter how long it is. Like people are very uh, into No matter armbar. how long it takes. Mm-hmm. They stay with yeah, it. Yeah, they into her. Yeah. As long as that's the case, like you, you can't knock it. But the the other half of the equation, Nikki Bella, um, who it's, I mean, you you know what it is. Like we all, this is something we talk about, and we'll we'll talk about some. Let's get into at least one of the other polls. I'm to talk about these out of order because the next poll was uh, actually the fourth one. Like which of these Previous generation women wrestlers are most responsible for your wrestling family. Um, you fade You must have Cam. Um, there you go. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, the poll was which of these previous generation women wrestlers are most responsible for your wrestling fandom? 14% said Mickey James, 27% Trish Stratus, and 59% said Lita. Um, and you know we some, some interesting conversation actually came of that. Um, somebody was like, "Well, none of them had anything to do with my wrestling fandom," and we kind of talked about it. I was like, "Well, that's not really what I was asking." Um, it's more, and you, I think you do have to be of a certain age, um, have a certain eye for wrestling, have certain other interests for for this question to really get to you, like. One of the you, me, and wrestling with my friend Lex, like it was very specific. It was, wow, I'm watching these women um, do all these these crazy things in the ring that I wish I could do, and it makes me a fan of this. So it was pretty poignant. But I say that to say, like, I don't know if Nikki Bella's inspired a generation of women's wrestlers. But we know that when they do these vignettes, and even people outside of WWE, they speak about Trish Stratus, and Mickey James right. and Lita, those are typically the top three, but they speak about the Molly Hollies and the Ivories who basically got them, you know, to want to do this. And there's just there's absolutely a gap in athleticism between Nikki and Rebella and the the current generation of women's wrestlers. That's not me knocking Nikki and Rebella, like there's a gap between, you know there's a gap between Rey Mysterio and the two of our lot guys and we talk about that yeah. all the time. But yeah. Um, there's somewhat as it was with Ray and Jushin Liger or Brian exactly, Pill, yeah. whoever was you know eighty but, late eighties um, early nineties. Even though there's a kind of a gap in talent, we understand that it's considered to be a progression, and Nikki Bella is not considered to be as good as Trish or Mickey or even Lita ever was. 
Um, right. You take good for what you think it is. And so her and, you know, the Maurice's are kind of seen as a stopgap or a step down from what the natural progression was. And so I think that plus, we got to be fair. When you are involved with someone who is very famous, people hold that against you if you're also successful during the same time. And her and Bree get a lot of flack for who they were dating or who they're married to. So there's, yeah. there's a lot there. Um, yeah. And a lot of it's not fair, but a lot of it does come with the territory too. Like I'm sure they wouldn't trade their TV show or their bank accounts for respect. Right. <laughs> I, I, I certainly wouldn't. So, well, okay, on a, on a larger on a larger point, do you – like, is there on a, in another world and in, in, in a different, you know, in the next uh, multiverse over that things are just slightly different? Where in two thousand three, four, when you still had your, you know, your Molly, your Jazz, your Victoria, Lead and Trish were still around, and then four years later, by '08, it was Kelly Kelly and Candace Michelle. If they had stayed. On a, you know, if they hadn't taken almost a decade to kind of, you know, put women's wrestling at 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 the very least on a treadmill where it was just in standing in place, it was it, it mm-hmm. clearly went backwards. But I'm I'm being nice. I'm being generous. Where would we be now? Yeah, like I you think know, we had to have counterculture. How good would Sasha and and Bailey be because? the people that came before them were just so much better than the people that actually came before them. And they just, mm-hmm. the, the bar was lower and things were, were what they did was, yeah, you, I think you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I do think that like the, the, the shot in the arm that they are, um, because, because look, I mean, I mean, let's be fair. Just like we were talking about Jushin Liger to Rey Mysterio to, I don't know who you put right between Rey Mysterio and now. I don't know. You could throw just to throw somebody out there. Any yeah. kind of yeah. to Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy. Like it's it's easy for us to say, wow, they're so much more athletic. However, um, you know, <clears> way more people know who Nikki Bella is. Nikki Bella is than Buddy Murphy. And that's got nothing to do with John Cena. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it, it's difficult like like that because I I do think that. People have more respect, and there's a bigger – okay, here's, here's probably the best way of saying it. If WWE didn't take all that time to put into your Candice Michelle's and your Maurice's and your Kelly Kelly's and your Lake Hall's, we probably don't have women at the level that they are now with your Sasha's and your Bailey's and your Evolution and your NXT Women's title and your, your Oscar being the longest running champion. Like, they probably did have to have – and I'm not. This is not me knocking the the women's sound at the time, but they probably did have to have some bullshit for it to be what it is today. You know, I like guess it's, it's a difficult one, man. I like guess because we're we're talking about a male dominated show and how women would be perceived in it based on their actual ability. It's very difficult to quantify. All right, fair answer. We got what, a couple more polls left. Yeah. Breaking um, out the big words already, right? Um. Let's see. Okay. So I have Travis. 
Um, we're going to have Crown Jewel polls. And I want to have a conversation with you about Crown Jewel because I feel like you got, you got one of those rants in you, and we'll get there. But um, on, okay, your range of excitement for the DX, Brothers of Destruction tag match, WWE Crown Jewel, on a 1 to 10 scale, 10 being the highest, is 12% said it's from 10 to 8, which I consider very high. Wait, um, where's this? Oh, is this yeah, your is this weird. your phantom number two poll? Yeah, is that Carlos is there. talking about? Click on, click on number one and you'll get to number two. It's weird. Okay, but anyway, um, yeah, got it. Twelve percent said ten to eight, which I consider to be high, very high. Twenty one percent said four to two, which I consider to be low. Twenty six percent said seven to five, so. High to, to medium interest. 41% said their level of interest for this tag team match is a <laughs> one to zero. Jeez. Um, really quick, let's we'll just put them all out there. Um, the third poll was finish the sentence. I want to see Dean Ambrose. 13% said turn on the shield. 37% said go to SmackDown. And 50% said stay with the shield. Yeah. And... The final one, um, which we may have some good conversation about, maybe an email about next week, uh, with the release of WWE 2K19, two less than stellar reviews. Um, boy, do they overpromise and underdeliver on these things. Um, but some we can talk about that later. But uh, which of these wrestling video game series did you or do you enjoy the most? Um, 11% said the Fire Pro games. 15% said other, and I said to list, but nobody listed anything. And 32% said the 2K games, and 42% said the uh, the Aki games, the AKI games. So the, what are those? I did not know. The 2000s, the No Mercies, you know. Oh. That's, that's either the best engine or the second best engine, depending on who that's, you have. So. Out of this list, I would have voted for that. I voted for 2K games, even though I've never – I played it. I played WWE 2K whatever less than a handful of times in the you know eight years they've been doing it uh but fire pro games i've only played on handhelds and they suck on the big you know it's one of those things like i'll play this on my phone or my sp yeah <laughs> you know but i don't play this on my 40 inch screen um yeah i wish i yeah i should have looked up the aki games but those were good out of this list that's those were good i go back to the First SmackDown games and SmackDown versus Raw. I don't. Were those E? Were those EA? I don't think they were EA. I forget. No, who I did. mean they were. They were THQ, but THQ. It wasn't that's the it. AKI engine. Like they, okay. but THQ was also the AKI games. But it was. Um, oh, okay. Somebody was probably no. Ukes, but it was the basically it was the PlayStation games as opposed to the yeah. Nintendo games. So, right. Yeah. Those were my um, absolute favorite they're great. wrestling video games. Period. And that was more, and I think, like, if you said 2K, you're kind of saying those games, kind of. But, yeah. Um, but the, the last one, the, uh, the final poll, <laughs> which of these affected you more visually? 8% said short-haired Edging Christian. 92% said bald HBK. Yeah. I was, because I, I wasn't been... expecting bald HBK. I was expecting short-haired HBK. Because when he got I, his hair cut like a, a, month, a few months ago, I thought it was like kind of like a, 
you know, short thing. And then he mm-hmm. came out last week overall, like with the bandana, like, oh, you're out. You're an old man all the way. You old. old. Yeah. I, I would have said, uh, if I voted, I would have said Agent Christian because yeah. kind of for the same reason you did. Like, I watched HBK's hair change over time. You know what okay. I mean? Like, I, I, it was like I had that gif of HBK back on, like, maybe right before DX, like, Strong stubble HBK with the with the long wavy hair, chewing gum all the time. Like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. had the, the luscious locks. And then you know, over time you get to uh, you know, Commissioner HBK doesn't quite have the same hairstyle. And then HBK returning from back injury, it's hair but it's shorter. And then you start to see a little bald spot, like yeah. toward uh, you start to see a big bald you know, spot. DX reunion, yeah. So it was more a progression, but no, like Edge and Christian just one day cut their hair. <laughs> just, but they were, they were okay. but 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 they were, and the thing I think that's more shocking is because they were current. They were, hey, you saw them last that, week. That did it for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with long, mm-hmm. you know, shiny blonde hair, especially with Christian who came with the with the. Wait, no, Edge did the full on. Uh, Pull on a shortcut too, because it was a retirement. So I guess I would say mm. Christians because he was at least still like wrestling. Edge, yeah. he left mm-hmm. and came back. Haircut, same with HBK. So, but yeah, that's what did it for me though. Like that, that's why I would have chosen them because they weren't like. I mean, they were older. Like this is still you know ten years after you know TLC two thousand, but it's like oh, Edge and Christian. Because being at the Edge and Christian, I almost threw Matt Hardy in there too, like graying Matt Hardy and graying Undertaker. Because yeah. it was like, oh, Edge and Christian aren't 20 anymore, and they've been 20 my whole life. Yeah. Uh, they've been 25 my whole life, you know? And then they weren't. Um, and, you know, like Matt Hardy's a bit different because he had a, he had a larger frame, I think, naturally. But Agent Christian were, you know, except for, and you guys got to find it, I always talk about it, that one pay-per-view where Edge uh, still had a broken wrist and wrestled Kane on pay-per-view in Canada. And I was like, wow, Edge took the perfect mix of whatever it is he's not supposed to be taking because he looks great. <laughs> so that one uh, pay-per-view that Edge was swollen up. But, uh, yeah, like it was, they've always kind of been the same size with the same look with some minor variation. And then, yeah, all of a sudden, like, it's business edge and business Christian. And this is weird <laughs> for me. And, oh, God, I'm not in college anymore. But, yeah, it was just got, that got it for me. Um, but, no, Trav, um, kind of the things for me, Crown Jewel, man. Um, I feel like I posted in the group today about the the Saudi journalist who, who pulled up. And yeah. can never pull up again. And you can tell me if I'm reading this wrong but it seemed to be uh, uh, direction from on high from the same people financing this event. Like, not the same people. So I, and somebody can, can fact-check me on that, but that's how I read it. No, it's MBS. Uh, Mohammed uh, bin, so whatever. I mean, he's, it's like if something happened in WWE, uh, even, if, even if literally Triple H made the phone call or hired the person or, you know, it's 
on Vince. Vince still like sent he, the email? Yeah. He's still, it's, you know, until it's, until it's very clear that a coup has taken place or something like that. But in this case with MBS, no, this is, um, you know, it, it's, it's very easy to piece together. It's not hard at all. The, the wife of Khashoggi uh, sat outside. The, she dropped him off and waited for him. And she sat there for hours and he never came out. And she went the next day and he never came out. And then you start just going, hey, this whole entire neighborhood and city is hammered up. Let's get in the airport. And they just say, hey, look at, look at these look at these guys flying in on, coming in on these private jets and then going into the embassy with a black van and coming out with it, – it's just no, – they still haven't released footage of Khashoggi coming out. So – you know, I saw this on Days of Our Lives again. Not to make, not to make it, not to, 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 to silly this up, or but it's a simple. Somebody went into a place that has cameras all over it, and no one saw them come out. And no one says, "Oh, there's a secret tunnel that lets you out a mile and a half away." You know, like, you know, like this is pretty clear cut. They murdered a guy, most likely, and they're saying they cut yeah. him up, and you know that's how they probably got him out in fucking tr- cases and shit. Like, they needed they needed to hire fifth they needed a fifteen man team to do that. That's the part that uh that yeah. that's that with me. Like, okay, I can see like eight people. Fifteen people? <laughs> yeah, and then they left. Oh, one team went to Cairo, one team went to Dubai. Flew two different planes out of the country. So it was just super weird and super obvious in a lot of ways. And yeah. This is going to not just WWE. This is inter. I mean, the internet. The implications are yeah, it's a lot. You know, and and, and we've got you start like to three, wonder. four weeks to this thing. Yeah. So much could happen in four weeks before this yeah. damn crown jewel show. And uh, you know, I'm worried about potentially worried about you know wrestler safety and staff. Safety. And, that's, and that's what I'm talking about. It's not so much the morality of things. It's like, are these people who we watch every week, like, is is it okay for them to be there? Like, will they, <laughs> will they make it out of there? Like, it's just some stuff could really pop off. Like, oh, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a lot to think about. And you, you know that they have their eyes on things. But I, I think what will be interesting is the verbiage that they use is that going to start to be different going forward? Like the way that they talk about this country and this government and, you know, to that man, like if I was saying nice things, I might just, you know, I might just not say anything. <laughs> I might just not talk about it too much and just kind of yeah. kind of go about the business of the show because it's, uh, it's heavy. It really is. And, and another thing is like you're putting, it's not even just WWE, like I find it very interesting that like, John Cena is going to be a part of the show. I find that very interesting. Um, because oh, so did you see the journalist calling the Rock out? He was calling about he called the Rock out. He called just like all these liberal Hollywood elite political media elite types that are completely silent have been silent over the last five days since this story broke. Like, Rock is going to dinner with MBS and says, like, sings this guy's praises. You know, I mean, I remember when I got the Time magazine back in, I think, April or May, and he was on the cover, MBS was, and it was called The Charm Offensive. 
And then it was it was right after Crown Jewel or, or the Greatest Royal Rumble, and it was like, yeah, this okay. guy's on a international kind of we're we're good, you know. Look at us, come to our, you know, we're not monsters Some and kick. murderers. Did you say did you yeah. say Barack or Rock? Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm, but you said you said liberal Hollywood star, and so that's why I was lost, I guess. Um, but yeah, I hear you. So yeah. I mean, I Rock was rocking his mega hat, but okay. It's, I mean, Rock's – well, I mean, that's a conversation we can have off air, but, but yes. No, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Rock's, Rock's – yeah. Well, you know, if you're um, getting them certain tax brackets, you're like, oh, ho, oh, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. They out of my – yeah. So um, – I definitely encourage you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Um, so make sure you do that. But, yeah, um, it's, it's a lot. Um and really quick, the, the, the shield stuff. I. I yeah, where do you want to see Dean Ambrose? I, I thought, we didn't really get into that one. I'd rather see Dean Ambrose on SmackDown. Um, yeah, me too. Doing things like that. I just don't think that, like we, if you listen to the show, everybody knows neither of us are like anti-Roman Reigns. We don't have a problem with Roman Reigns. We don't have a problem with Roman Reigns being in the main event. Um, but but I do kind of go with the sentiment about other talent. Um who I'd like to see prosper kind of being in his wake. Like I, with the Seth Rollins thing, like Seth Rollins being associated with Roman Reigns, my instant thought was, well, his checks are the same and Seth Rollins put his body on the line for WWE. And so is Dean Ambrose in ways that other people haven't. Like they've been called on to be in a lot of main events, both on TV and otherwise over the last three, four years. Like they've really carried oh, yeah. their weight. And so, I mean, the workhorse yeah, thing is a, is a shoe, like it's right with those two, yeah. with all three of them, really. I mean, Roman's not yeah. act like he hasn't Absolutely. been on Absolutely. same house shows, but yeah, that workhorse mm-hmm. stuff with them is, is is legit. Yeah, to see them, you know, get to do these six man matches, which are inherently less wear and tear on the body, like that's cool. Like, like it saves them up and lets them wrestle longer and make more money and take care of their families better. All things being equal, being equal. Uh, with Dean Ambrose, though, it's just like, man, like you, you're a star, man, and you know, it's, it's always Seth Rollins, but it's like one of you guys has to get away from this. One of you guys needs to go to SmackDown and, and just be main event or close to the main event over there, and uh, you know, and, and prosper that way. That'd be great. But I'm not like the will he won't he turn? Is there dissension with the group? I'm yeah, not that's personally cool. like into that storyline because it's like either we rock or we don't. And, and granted, like they they did the thing at a at Super Showdown, really good job of him teasing dissension and him getting hit and the way the crowd reacted. I thought that was really good. I just don't need that every week. Like I'm not super interested in are, are is this group of guys going to get along forever? That the visual of Roman being champion, Seth being IC champ, and Ambrose not having a title, not being able to get the tag title. Like, there are elements there that are really cool visually, but I, I don't care. <laughs> because I'm, you know, I'm 32, Travis. Fight that man or don't fight that man. <laughs> do, 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 do something. You know, like I don't – no reason to let this bubble. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not super fond of that, and I'd love to see – one or both of those guys go and do their own thing. Um, and all three of them, really. 
and kind of kind of function like that. And like, there's no reason that Dean Ambrose can't be on SmackDown and there still be a Shield, and then still link up when it's time to link up. Like, I don't. Right. These aren't actually separate worlds. Y'all fly on the same plane, get on the same buses, and on pay per views, you're literally in the same roster. Like, that can still exist, and he can do his own thing, and doesn't have to be, um, you know, us operating in the same space all the time. Oh, and Triple H versus Undertaker was terrible. Um, but I'd say that too. Like, Did you watch <laughs> any of the any of that show? I watched the whole thing. I watched the oh, whole thing. Okay. Um, okay. That was because I was I was the one on the pole. Like when I get up, got up, got some coffee, started working mm-hmm. on some uh, some designs on Photoshop. You guys go to. So- Tpublic.com slash Seahawk. Everything. So you left. Off. You, le- you, and, uh, you left the. You left the crib to go get coffee. I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you could have made, made yourself a nice, fresh, fresh coffee. Fresh, fresh coffee. I want to go. I want to go to the Asian spot where they make uh, you uh, spend at least four dollars on your card. I want to get there. That's what I want. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was a cool show. Like I, the the visuals were great because that's a huge stadium, and like I like the iconics getting to be faces. I love yeah. the Buddy Murphy Cedric Alexander match. Um, Joe, A. oh he was he was uh, I guess babyface too, Buddy, right? Yeah, Buddy Murphy was a babyface, even though he didn't yeah. like do a bunch of babyface stuff. He played this is my house, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a really good show. Um, I really well, you just said it, it wasn't. Well, no, I said that match was bad. Oh, the match, yeah, you're right. My bad. It was just yeah. like, nah, this, yeah. this ain't it. These guys can't. And Triple H is fine, but The Undertaker is not. And they had to, like, Shawn Michaels had to get hit so many times for there to be actual action in the match. So like, it's just like, this is, this is whack. Like, I don't, I, this is not something I need. Even Undertaker's entrance was great. They could have had him come in, and they could have rolled him to the back and done something else. Now, before we jump to uh, to calls, again, give us a call, 347-202-0103. Any quick or long thoughts on uh, McGregor uh, Cabo? Sure. Um, Conor McGregor is a spectacular character. He's been an elite fighter. Um, he can talk up a fight. He has this braggadocio about him that, that people love. Um he got everything he had coming to him and more. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't call me, you can't call my family a terrorist. You can't call me a terrorist. And, you know, basically implicate us in, like, illegal activity yeah. and think you're not going to get whooped. And then after I'm done with you, I'm hopping the fence and I'm coming for your man. Like, right. Conor McGregor definitely gets passes that other fighters of color do not get. Whether that's justified or not, I'm not really interested in that conversation, but he got everything he had coming to him and more. And it would be a shame if if Conor McGregor's not an elite fighter anymore. Um, but I hope that in order to get fights, he doesn't have to resort to things like this going forward. Um, but, yeah, he was definitely outmatched, and that's not that's not the fight you take coming back into the sport after a long layoff. Um, yeah. And then that's about all I got. Cobb's terrorist man. Cobb's uh, behavior, though egregious, you're in your mind is uh, justified at least slightly. 
Um, is it justified? No, but I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do a lot of illegal activity myself, but uh, but I get I understand where it's coming. Wonder how this would be covered if Kaba was from Egypt or yeah. Sudan. If, I was say, if Kaba was Habib, how this would go down? Yeah, like he was. He had the luxury of not being a brown. Right, he's literally like from the Caucasus Mountains. He's like those type of mm-hmm. white Muslims. Yeah, you know where you know mm-hmm. like the Sarnayev brothers, those guys. Like they look like you yeah. know, white guys. <laughs> you know, they certainly no, get you didn't know unless you do. Yeah, which is, you're not necessarily which is even getting more uh, interesting. Than, like that, yeah. uh, that McGregor went that route. You know, that's even more crazy. Like, I'm well, not, because that's all. Know, what else is there? I understand when, when the guy's Muslim, he talks that a lot of whack bar shit. I mean, it's 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 just it's just easy if you're looking to to if you're a hack like Conor McGregor and you go for the easy, obvious bullshit, lowest common denominator, largest target. That's what you're going to do. Like you go after, you know, he calls people, you know, fags. He calls, you know, the, the black stuff. You know, it's like the easy broad paint brush mm-hmm. stroke stuff that can get people to go, yeah, I'm on the other side. That's not my team. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just, and I just mean the media. I think his stuff would have been the same or maybe a little more, but I just, I wonder how it would have been covered. Um, again, if he was black or brown, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that, with that same demeanor talk. I mean, yelling, ah, oh, Akbar, inshallah, you know, like, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> doing the most. Damn. So, all right. Let's uh, let's talk to some people. Let's uh, you know what? Let's first let's uh, get one of these non-VIP emails out of the way. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. It's the way to get at us on the email tip. Jabron chimes in from Vegas. What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. How well do you think the Evolution pay per view will do in ticket sales? Uh, could this be an every year pay per view for them, or do you think it's one and a one and done pay per view? I think it's got to be an every year thing somehow. Maybe not every Absolutely. October, but it's certainly going to be uh, something they they feature every year. Yeah, no sell, no sell. Ticket it, sales will be fine. You know what's interesting though? I do think that if not next year, maybe the year after, you got to change the name. Like I think the that, name. Yeah, I think you have to change the name. I think you have, you need to treat it as something normal, not something novel. You know, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah evolution. Um, although, if you just think about it scientifically, evolution isn't a novel thing. It's something that's always happening. So you know, but I know people don't look at that and think of it in, in those strictest terms. They they think of it as uh, when they see evolution, it's like, oh, the women are here. It's their arrival, kind of. It's just like NXT. How many times does NXT do the arrival show? Twice, I think. Maybe even just the once. But I think they did two arrival shows, so you when can't arrive three or four and five times. So, yeah, they've been taking over for about three years. They have been taking when do you over. Finally, when do you finally get over the uh, get over but, there? But, <laughs> damn it! But considering, uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> well, they're taking over that weekend. That's for sure. Whatever week, even if it's WrestleMania, they certainly are the talk of the weekend. Uh, they hand the city right back. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think that... Thank yeah, you, Brooklyn. You're here. Pages, but, yeah. But, but agreed. I, I think that um, it, it has to be an every year thing. 
Or what about ticket sales? You can stop it. Yeah, well, tick, I, I think they're going to sell out the building. Um, they're doing like a smaller venue in like East New York, um, or West New York, whatever. But I, I think they're they're going to sell out the arena that they're doing. But I think that the only way that it goes away, and it could go away, but if you start regularly having women main event the normal pay per views, then you don't have the Evolution pay per view. Um, because somebody somebody coined it great. They said, you know, I don't really like to talk about uh, about, and this was on your your boy Trevor Noah's show. Guy said, I don't really like to talk about. I think diversity. I like to talk about inclusion. I think that might have been how he coined representation. it. Representation. It was it was like a representation. There you go. So I just think that if you give women a stronger presence on the regular card, then maybe evolution goes away. Uh, but for a few years, I think it does at least stick around um, with the pretense being if they don't give them a stronger position on the, uh, on, on the other shows. Like if they, if Ronda made events WrestleMania, then maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe you don't have the evolution pay-per-view if that trend keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I agree with all that, including um, homie's um, explanation about why, like, yeah, diversity is something that's, you know, you've got your main and then diversity's a side sprinkled, like, oh, hey, here's some diversity. And it's like, you know what? That's exactly what it is. That is absolutely what it, what it is. Although lately, I've I've been seeing so many black and brown people in mainstream commercials, like not in a in a group setting like, hey, here's, you know, here's your, you know, it's a Buffalo Wild Wings and here's, you know, a bunch of white people. And then there's an Asian and a black, you know, kind of like off to the side or, or whatever. This these I'm yeah. talking about, like, you know, yogurt and. You know, uh, uh, yeah, like, you know, uh, 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 major car commercials. And it's not special. It's just like, hey, I'm a black lady coming in to try to buy a Pontiac. Well, you know, Pontiac, whatever. <laughs> and it's just cool. Like, fuck, I think people are uh, realizing. I really think Black Panther had a lot to do with that. Like, there is no excuse anymore. Like, you can't go, you know. Oh, I'm you know, sure. you know, black and brown faces just don't sell. It's like, no, your idea of black and brown faces don't sell. Authentic, real life, fucking, you know, that's sure. But token bullshit, people see through it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, all right, continuing with uh, Jabron's email. Uh, where do they go now with Samoa Joe? And if y'all were booking, what would you do with him at this point moving forward? Uh, thanks, I'll be listening. To the show. Well, I mean, I'm hoping the knee injury is just a built-in thing to give him some time off over the next, you know, few weeks, like to to justify uh, him being off TV. And if that's the case, I'm fine with that. But at some point, you know, he's got to come back, whether it's in two weeks or or you know by Thanksgiving or something. I think you you put him right back where he, where he, where he was. You hovering around that main event. Yeah. You make him uh 
You make him a, a gatekeeper for the, you know, if he's not going to be in the main event, he's the guy you got to go through to get to AJ or Brian, you know, whoever's the champion in the next six mm-hmm. months. Um, he's just, man, I was immediately like, trade him to Raw for Dean Ambrose, but he's wrestled everybody on Raw, man. He's wrestled Roman with an extended program. He's wrestled Seth with an extended program. Like Samoa Joe's done so much in the short time that he's been on the main roster. I mean, a short time, a couple of years, but still. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's difficult. Like, I'm like, yo, go get the U.S. title, but Shinsuke has that. Like, it's, right. He arguably had the best match with Brock Lesnar, singles match with Brock, mm-hmm. that Brock Lesnar's had in, you know, five years. Mm-hmm. I think arguably because AJ, you know, is that certainly AJ strong. Yeah. 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 That, uh, that's but still, it's, I mean, definitely one of the few standout matches, if nothing else. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just put him right back. Like, like Miz is going to be hanging out around the main event. Samoa Joe's going to be hanging around the main event. Um, you know, like Rusev is going to be done with Aiden English shortly. Yeah. And Rusev's definitely the face. You know, there's a strong match that you have between the two of those built in. Um, I mean, hell, Samoa Joe, uh, you, you don't know if he's going to come back as the same character, but who wouldn't like a Samoa Joe Rusev tag team? Uh, Rusev getting back to being, you know, tough and no nonsense and have them in the tag title mix. Like, uh, hell, Samoa Joe and Randy Orton go for the tag titles. Wow. And just be gross with everybody. (laughs) You know, like they're kind of on a similar as far as how far they'll go to to win a match right now. Um, By the way, Travis, your main event of SmackDown was Samoa Joe. Oh, that's Mojo. It was Big Show versus Randy Orton in 2018. Yeah, yeah I, and I think I, I, and it was a it was a fine passable match on a on a really solid show. I thought I wouldn't know. That's something you they given they're giving Rey Mysterio a week a week's notice. Now, granted, yeah. Rey Mysterio's more eye popping and, and and whatever, but I don't I don't. I don't think you wait until Monday Night Raw to say, hey, Big Show's back tomorrow after not being around for, you know, a year or whatever. You, hype that yeah. up. you give it at least yeah. a week. You give it, I mean, you do it some, I mean, good Lord. Just, again, watching NXT every week, it's, it's, it's just so, like, there's no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse. They can't, you know, and then they show it later with the raid, with the raid stuff, which should be given more than a goddamn week. You know, everything is just off by a le- a measure of, uh, you know, whatever. But Big Show should be given at least a week's notice. Ray should be given two, three weeks of Ray is coming back. Ray is coming back. Ray is coming back. Oh, shit. Ray is coming back to face Shinsuke Nakamura. Can you believe it? That's a big deal. And I don't think a little graphic and a little video pack, you know, minute-long video package was enough, but. Uh, so anyway, thanks for the email, Jabron. Hey, before we get on to anything else, I wanna I wanna talk about uh, WWE 2K19 because you said I think you were talking about 2K19 that they are they they promised a lot and are under delivering. Yeah. What have you heard? Um, just you know, listening and reading, uh, listening to and reading reviews. Um, same engine, but they're still some clunks in the engine they haven't fixed. Um, they got ambitious with the career mode. Um, there's still a lot of recycled elements in that. Um, 
you know, kind of the, 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 the same complaints that have been there for a few years. And I do say it's good. It's got this really large roster. Um, the mechanics are as good as they have been. It's just things like that. It's the, um, you know, what they're actually doing with the, with the career mode is the biggest thing. They say the Daniel Bryan mode is really good, um, his uh, showcase mode, but they also say, like, there are things like it doesn't have uh, checkpoints. So you can be playing a match for a half hour and fail an element and have to start it over. Like, oh. it's not the most user-friendly, like, intuitive thing, you know? Okay. So, yeah, they're working on it. So I haven't played, like I said, I haven't, I haven't owned a 2K game ever. Um, I haven't pl- owned a game since they were you know, THQ, Raw versus SmackDown or something, you know, like 2009 or 10 or whatever. Um, so Rich won a copy. Yeah. But he had already bought it. So he just, on a hell of a lookout, you know, was yeah. like, hey, I'm sending to you, you know, I'll just change the address. So it'll be here tomorrow. And because I don't, I don't necessarily play, and I think Steve only rented it, and I think Dre might have it. But as far as my friends that have PS4s, I don't know who. Like maybe one person has it. And I've, and also I've been waiting for Spider Man for two years, and everybody has that. Mm. And I'm jealous every time I turn on my game and everybody's playing. So I asked Rich. I said, Would you have a problem with me trading this for, you know, Spider Man? Like it's your, you're giving this to me. I don't want to. I think you, you know, <laughs> like do what you want. So, um, but I'm not, that, it's not a clear cut case. Cause I, I kind of might want to play, you know, wrestling. Um, so I'm wanting, I want to, I know, I know uh, Spider-Man's awesome. Everybody's raved about that for the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to hear, yeah. Uh, I want to talk to remember, Steve later. Cause he's like, got it. Gotta remember he's the guy who hated Arkham Knight. So. Yeah. I like, hear that it's the that 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 this, the Spider Man is whatever, yeah. but I hated so, that because it was trash. Like, that's, I mean, there was reason. Not saying anything. You literally <laughs> didn't say any words just now. <laughs> so no, 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 that was a concern when I heard that. I was like, damn, I didn't like any of those. So, but you're, I mean, it, it's weird because like you're, you're you like Grand Theft Auto as much as the next guy. Oh, sure. like to to me, like. Arkham Knight was like Death Auto, except a your guy man. can do stuff. Like, yeah, except your guy can do stuff. Like, so it's, that, that's, that's a tough one. Um, but like Steve said, Steve was like, look, I, I rented it, and it let me know that I could wait until it's $30. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well then. Um, so, so no, it's, um, I, I love that engine. It is a thing where they do challenge towers, too. So there's a lot of replayability. Or like what you want to do. Do you want to sit down and play wrestling? Um, like do you want to go through this creative player mode, which you're either gonna love or not. Like it's, you know. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's a video game. It's gonna be fun, ish. Right. Even if it's not all the way fun. All right, let's talk to somebody. Let's uh, let's um, you know what? Let's get. I think this is Sean. Let's get Sean on here. Give let you let you uh, usually gets on your your long gone. You're not going to escape them this week. It's funny. I was supposed to be off the phone six minutes ago. As soon as somebody uh-huh. shows up, I'm gone. So I can okay. die, Sean. What's up, Sean? Hey. Hey. Oh. No. Go on, what's happening? <laughs> this, this cat said he escaped me. <laughs> I got I got my kids listening to Farming a Deal in the background. I'm like, 
Watch this cat call me first. <laughs> but, uh, what's, what's good with you, man? What's good? Now, Mark, you I mean, fun? if you need some time, we can give you some time. Nah, nah, nah. I'm going to do this now. I got a bone right. to pick. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got, now, I got um, a bone to pick. Oh God! No, but uh, no, um, so I, I heard I was hearing what y'all was talking about with the uh, McGregor stuff. Uh, I wanted to address that first because uh, I was I was actually watching that fight while I was at the fight. The judge turns <laughs> the judge at the at the king of the cage fight turns to me because I'm sitting right next to him, and he says, "Look," <laughs> and he's got the Conor McGregor fight on, and my buddy turns to him. The judge. <laughs> yeah, the judge. The judge. Now I can't say his name. But <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the judge did. I didn't say what judge. It could be one of three people. Uh, yeah, so, the one uh, sitting yeah. next anyway. to you, like you already said, but whatever. Right, but it ain't like it's on TV. It is, though. It's on math TV. You know, check it out. <laughs> on him, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> no, but I mean, my boy, my boy had on the American fight, too. We all knew we were going to watch the fight. And like, the uh, uh, everybody but like Cecil Peoples was uh, uh, all the rest and everything. Like everybody was pretty much had this fight on their phone, watching it right while it was going That's on. That's a UFC commercial it's right, right there. <laughs> yeah, like you have the you have, like the, you have the fighters all watching in the fight in the ring in the octagon or whatever in their in their circle, like kind of halfway hitting each other, but they're both looking at their phones. And they're kind of on the ground. Right. The or looking at the big screen. The, but the they're that's funny. Yeah. But go ahead, Sean. But yeah, uh, yeah. So they, uh, you know, we all we all watching it, man. And like, we, like nobody's making any noise. But then the fight breaks out, and you just hear people go, "Oh shit!" Like the, uh, another fight, the fight going on in the ring had just ended. So people mm-hmm. start looking around, like, "What do they mean? Oh shit!" Or whatever. But uh, that's when that uh, that's when the fight with Khabib and stuff had actually broken out, and then then dude jumped over the cage, and like luckily, just when that happened, the whole thing wrapped up, like everything just wrapped up. So that fight happened right at the end of everything. Thank you. So, but yeah, but it, it was it was uh, it was pretty crazy watching like judges and stuff like show me the footage of it. I'm like, nigga, you're supposed to be doing your job. Like, I'm not judging it, but <laughs> but I was I was kind of tripping. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you gonna you gonna judge it? It didn't matter though. It was a bunch of knockouts and tap outs. Um, um, but in 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 a good way though. Uh, King of the Cage wasn't something that I was always um, that I always liked because. So they they used to have bums in there sometimes, but like they they really stepped some stuff up, you know. They really have. So these were they would do a lot of knockouts and stuff like that, but it was off little mistakes. These guys still were pretty skilled though. Um, the funny funny thing is, uh, there was the guy, there was a guy in there fighting as the son of the promoter of the uh, show I'm opening for on October 23rd. A lot of lo- local, lot uh, local fighters up there. So uh, it, was, it was it was a great show though. <clears throat> it was a great show. Um, but let's get back to the. Uh, uh, I, I've been hearing I have been hearing a bunch of things about 2K. Uh, did either one of y'all play the new 2K yet? Or I heard y'all talking I've about it, but I couldn't. Yet. Yeah, no, not yet. I've just I've been people uh, reviews and some people are saying like you know say it's fine. It's it's not great. It's yeah. not the the big step up. They thought like I want to say six, fifteen to sixteen was like a huge step up. 
Um, and then since then, it's just kind of been like, eh, you know. And this was this is more the same with a better uh, a better career mode. Sixteenth, uh, the one with CM Punk on it. I think the one with CM Punk or the one before. So that's thirteen. Sixteen is the one with oh, Rock on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I know that chop is still, almost five years. Kali, the great Kali chop was uh, pretty OP on there, man. I used to get Batista, and um, he was pretty good, you know. But I, if I got chopped by the great Kali, my boy would get him. He just chopped me. That shit was over. Oh yeah, <laughs> it like was they, pretty they much fear, man. Yeah, they banned everyone <laughs> online. They're like, you can't use that in the match because you couldn't block it. Just also, it's this dude in uh, uh, Fire Pro named Mozgov. And he's got a chop. I think he's Andre the Giant. And if he chop you, that you bleeding. That shit's over with. And he chops and you, he won't critical with you. But you know who I'm talking about, Trav? I know what you. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I do not know. Why would you? No. Mozgov on um, Fire Pro Wrestling. And I don't play that corny shit. I played. I had it on my SP, and I, I thought it was great for for a right. tiny handheld right. black and white game. Or what are, you I'm, know. T- I'm talking about the same one. Crazy. I'm talking about the same one, man. It's it's, it's not his real name. I think it's supposed to be Hydrated Giant. Yeah. Anyway, he has a yeah. chop, and he chops the shit at you, and it's over. You, you know what I mean blood just comes streaming down your face. Even on the SP, you can see it. Like you got cracked. Anyway, um, speaking of, speaking of giants, man, like what do you, what do you what, what do you think the timetable for Big Show's retirement, man? Because I didn't. I gotta I say, it, it kind of. <laughs> Like a year ago, I thought he, I thought he was already retired. Eight months ago. Yeah, I'd rather get thrown through a cage than like you know come back and like stand in the middle of the ring and fight Randy Orton because he literally didn't lead the paint. He really didn't. Like he was just. I mean, he, he went over to the corner. He didn't lead the paint. He was just in one area, man. He just all he did oh. was chop Randy Orton in the corner, and that was about it. That same mm-hmm. corner too. I mean, so you wasn't mad when Kevin Nash would take people to the corner and do that bullshit elbow No, I was. Garbage. I was. <laughs> I, feel like Sean, I feel like Sean was. Sean I was mad as hell. 32 with good, well, not good knees, but, you know. Good knees? Kevin Nash never had good knees. That's why I qualified it with, well, not good knees. That's why I called it. <laughs> now, remember when Kevin Nash went down with that injury when, like, it was like the NWO versus somebody on Raw and, that was it? Like, he never wrestled after that? Like, yeah. nah. I, I was never... Remember wrestling. when you almost broke Big Shell's neck? Nah, I'm not a big Kevin Nash guy. Okay. A dope action figure. Take it, like, super literally. But, okay. Well, fuck Kevin Nash. <laughs> joking with the wrong one. <laughs> right, my bad. I know uh, they haven't confirmed anything for... Uh, for SmackDown 1000, we're concerned in the Rock. I mean, I know at least he'll do a video package, but what do you think? Do you think they might be hiding him, like backstage, or they they just keeping it real hush that he'll show up at the end, or what? Hmm. I mean, like I feel like that is the show that you can get him on, um, regardless of well, not regardless of schedule, but I feel like that's something he would make time for. Um, I'm actually like really intrigued by the, uh, the Evolution reunion. Like, that's that's just a conversation I want to hear. Um, yeah. Because they're all... Never been off Smack now. Somebody said, uh, basically, like, DX was... Our Evolution was better than DX. Um, 
I don't know if they what? said prove me wrong. It was something corny like that. But I was like, well, change my mind. As yeah, change, yeah, evolution as a unit. I can think of like three things they ever did. Like they, of course, like it seems like evolution was to groom Randy Orton and Batista to eventually be main eventers, which it was very successful at. Um, To have Ric Flair in the group as the, uh, you know, as the patriarch of the whole thing, as the greatest world champion, and then to also, you know, serve Triple H as him being, you know, the mastermind of it all, the current star, everything being built around him. Like, it absolutely served that purpose. But, like, other than, you know, keep the title off Goldberg, what did Evolution as a unit really ever do? That's not a knock. They just, there wasn't like that all-powerful group opposing them that made Evolution like this amazing unit. They just all looked really cool when they came out with belts. And, yeah, you the know, best thing, on they, and, probably the best thing they're most not, uh, remembered for is when they turned on each other. When they turned on Randy, yeah. and then when uh, Batista turned on yeah. Triple H, his visually is great. Like the first right. down, I mean, they didn't get dropped. It was internal great. stuff. Batista, you don't think about yeah, it was, oh, they went to yeah. WCW and then did that, or they went and Sergeant Slaughter, and you know their feud with him. Like DX yeah. got you can think of all the DX and, tape and just and a bunch of shit. Sure Evolution, like, yeah, but yeah. DX. You don't think the DX hurting themselves by like like you know, okay like how Jordan played later in his career and stuff? You don't think like they're hurting themselves by like oh, they're this super corny that they're gonna have? They're su- they're they're super corny and they were they were super corny and I'm not, I'm not knocking that. Yeah, they, they were always they corny, but they were they were juvenile and they were anti-authority and anti-establishment. I'm just saying they have moments like as a as a group, like they're they're better like. The Detroit Pistons of 04 are this amazing basketball team, um, but what they got maybe two definite Hall of Famers, probably three. Like they're I mean, not. Uh, She's you know, maybe Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups. Rip, Rip, I love Rip Hamilton. Rip, well, Rip Hamilton's a basketball Hall of Famer. He's not an NBA Hall of Famer. I kind of yeah, hate him I because think, when he got to the Bulls, he sucked. Yeah, well, he was old. But I think what I mean is you remember that more as a unit than you do like these Laker teams with your coach. Like that's exactly like it's it's just you're not comparing the same thing. Like evolution was evolution was built for evolution and the shield are way more comparable than evolution in, in DX because DX was yeah Sean Waltman and Road Dog and Billy Gunn in China. Like it was it was a group that when you split them apart, it just doesn't have the same value. The Shield was three main eventers, whereas, you know, Evolution was four main eventers, like, eventually. I guess. Well, so how do you thing. feel about – so how do you feel about now, in hindsight, how do you feel about Evolution getting fed to the Shield, given all that's going on? No, do it. <laughs> it's like, no, do it. Do that now. Do that right now. Um, Wait, are you talking about now or in 2014 when they oh, when they got fed to them? Yeah, now and yeah. then because they might do it because again they because they didn't have any purpose to serve at that point. But yeah, yeah. guys, um, I'm gonna call it though. Hey, what a great time cool. to leave! You guys have a great rest of the show. I'll catch you. I'll see you. All right. Thank you. Wait. So, uh, so yeah. You got it. Yeah, no, I just uh, I know you're not a fan of, of factions, but you know, like they um, 
They never, yeah, that's crazy. Like, Evolution didn't have anybody to oppose them because they had all the hardware. They had the tag titles. I think, I think, um, uh, who's Batista and, and Flair had the tag titles, and then Ordinary uh, and Triple H had the other titles. But, like, it's kind of like Roy Jones Jr., how he didn't have any, how it's said that he didn't have anybody to fight to make him great. So, how great was he? But I think that's a, I think that's a little one fair. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But um, lastly, uh, not lastly, but lastly, uh, what do you think about them? Why do you think they changed the Alexa Bliss match um, to tag match? Trish Stratus. Yeah. Because Alexa's still probably recovering from whatever injury she had that kept her off TV. And... Yeah. So I that's think what that's, I was uh, thinking. But. But I, then I got the, I got the thing, like, I mean, I don't know how Evolution's really going to do. Like, I, I, it's not a lot of people high on it, you know. Like, it's not like people aren't going to watch it. It's just it's not going to get, you know, like people kind of going into it thinking it's not going to be good. Like, and, and to be fair, well, these to people? be fair, just go look on Twitter. I, I haven't seen many people, unless it's WWE, I don't see a whole lot of comments saying that, People are looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd say maybe thirty percent of the comments people are, but like that's on WWE stuff too, you know. Or uh, if I go to Alexa Bliss's uh, Twitter feed or whatever, you'll see people saying, "Yeah, I can't wait to see." You. But dude, Trish is garbage on the mat on the mic, man. Like she was okay. cringeworthy when she showed up with Elias, man, Thank and had that thick Canadian accent. I was like, ugh. Like I, I, I think she hurt more than. With just not just being no, I, I just jumped from one thing to another. I just want to say she was trash on the mic. Like, yeah, no, she was. I mean, she whatever. Was, what did I say in the group chat? I said she was. Uh, I call. I said something. It was just like she was just void of. The crowd was so much more polite than they had than she had the right to because she's Trish and she's a legend and blah blah blah. But that Chicago crowd was very kind to her. Yeah. Because her comeback she got some garbage, her inflection, her whole, like, oh, well, she just didn't, she didn't yell. She just talked. Like, yeah, yeah maybe she should have raised her fucking voice then because that was the, that was the most uninspiring, you know. And then the way they set yeah. up Lita, Lita uh, like, they knew. I like, didn't know what was going on, actually. It was I didn't know what was, was going on. They, they I, I turned around. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it, it was set up like, "Oh well, maybe I'll tag with this person," and then Trish comes, or then Lita comes out, and it's like, "Okay, it's set up for a pop and whatever." But then you just think two seconds about it, like, "Hey, did Trish know?" bring Mickey out and Mickey was going to insert herself. It was just, you know, one of those things. It's like when the guy does a run in after a 25 minute match. It's like, wait, you left your guy to maybe get pinned for 25 minutes. And now you're running out to like, you should just been out there the whole time. Like put his foot on the road. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre stays out out there the whole time. Mostly. He does a pretty good job of, uh, um, making sure people don't think about that stuff. Like, I, I really like what he does with his character because he could go either way at any time. And he, he's he's almost like a tweener. He's not. He's a, but 
I mean, he can go space at any time. You know, any time Dolph's values don't line up with his or Dolph loses his way, he's like, nah, man, you just want to beat people up. I do too, but I want to do it like this. You know, but uh, uh, I, you, how do you think the wrestling is going to be on evolution? And I say that because now you got people who haven't wrestled at this level, and it's a lot of pressure too. You have a lot yeah. of you have people who haven't wrestled at this level tag in match. years. Yeah, Trish, like Trish and Lee wrestled yeah. for eight to twelve minutes. Like probably not. Like she was in that Rumble. She was in like the Battle Royal. Like stuff where she can be, you know, hidden and she don't have to do chain together moves and time spots. And, and Trish, you know, so Trish and Lita are the two best they could get for for that. But um, then you you come to something else though. Here's my biggest problem with evolution. Okay, let's say you have Ronda Rousey um, uh, headline it maybe. Let's say she doesn't. Who does Nikki Bella built up to be? Because in 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 this world. Nikki Bella is leaps and bounds as far as the wrestler goes ahead of Ronda and should murk Ronda. I don't, and I and I get it. I know what? Ronda is a, a, a it's a, it's a athlete. Wait, wait. Let's let's slow I'm down. I'm talking about as a wrestler. I'm talking about in this kayfabe in world. Universe? Are we talking about the man in the high castle? You're talking, the same universe. The same universe where she's the second. Oh, listen. In the same universe where she's the second longest-running women's champion, Charlotte beat her. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just hear me out. Nobody. Nobody. If that's supposed to be Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella, I'm not saying she's a walk through no goddamn Ronda Rousey. It's, that's an absurd thing to say people are thinking. How shouldn't she? I'm not, not look, because look, she's not good. I, I get, like we just, we talk, Ronda, we've been talking about the Bellas since they came back, about how nobody respects them, and especially no, Brie. I've been talking about Brie Bella. Bella. Nikki Bella right. can wrestle. I've been talking about Brie, not the Bellas. Nikki ain't good. Huh? She's passable. She's fine. Nikki isn't, no, Nikki's good. Nikki's good. Nikki's good. Not I'm not good. saying Nikki. Fine. Now, it's weird, okay? She's the bottom tier of good. She is, but she's up there. She's in the bottom tier. She's at the bottom of the good tier. That's fine. I'm not okay. mad at it. Like, there's a lot of people she's not above. I mean, that she's not. Um, yeah, all a lot those of good, people really Ronda good Rousey will wash. Period. And nobody would think. To, nobody how, would be like, well, how so? What? Like, that's just nah. Like, like nobody. Okay, so like, Nikki like, Bella, like Ronda is Nikki going Bella to, versus going to be Charlotte, or at least be in a very competitive match with Charlotte or Becky. Everybody would think. Uh, Ronda could and should hold her own with those types, right? And nobody thinks Nikki Bella is any is is anywhere close to any of those women. Uh, Charlotte, yeah, see, that, that, and, and, it's kind of like Dragon Ball Z, man. Like, where's up with the what's up with the power scaling with Ronda Rousey? I'm not under. I do understand it. I get it, but like, I I don't. That's my problem. That's my I said my biggest problem. I, I understand what you're saying. Like you. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, you're right, but I'm, I'm saying I have beef with it. In, in my head, in the kayfabe world, in the WWE universe, there's no way in the kayfabe world uh, Ronda Rousey, Rousey wins that match. Women's champion, and she hasn't been beaten. She's barely. All I have to do is cheat. Hold on. Okay, so that throws. Okay, so she's a heel now. How how could Miz? Hold on. How could Miz be beating Daniel Bryan? This is the same thing. How is Miz beating Daniel Bryan? How did he Miz beat him at all? Not, Miz and, and Nikki Bella are not on the same 
level as far as at the bottom of good. I would, you're being generous by saying Nikki Bella's at the bottom of good. I'd say she's at the bottom of no. If I if I went through, we like the time for me to go through all like all of it and explain it. You you'd be like, oh, okay, but like no. it's, it's really it's not it's not it's not bad me around because I'm not Bella's some kind of some kind of rap. no. That's ridiculous. I don't care. I don't care that she was the damn Divas champion for a year. What the fuck does that mean? So is goddamn Kelly Kelly or somebody. Like, bullshit. Yeah. I don't, that doesn't Kelly, make, Kelly, I mean, I'm, I, again, no. I'm... No, 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 listen, listen, listen. But it, I, that's, that's a little... What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I can't take either... I'm not taking Nikki Bella as a as a credible threat, or, I, like, that match don't work either way for me. Either, right. either Ronda that shouldn't be in there with her, or she shouldn't be in there with Ronda. She shouldn't. That's one why they the had other. to go through the extremes that they went through. She didn't win a tournament or win a number one contender match. She beat the shit out of somebody. She snuck somebody and jumped her with her sister. That's how she got a title match because she's a heel and that's fine. And, and, she didn't that, win with that. Got, like with twin magic, good with ten, because she deserves it. That's why I'm saying. Contender. So remember twin magic when they would do that. How is it that a that a veteran heel would lose to Ronda Rousey? That's bullshit to me. That don't they work get in, in the that face world of wrestling. Times and their arm twisted? Like, what do you mean? Nah. So she's going to fight her head up? Like, okay, so Miz was supposed to lose twice to Daniel Bryan. That's why I brought him up. But, you know, he's a, he's a crafty veteran heel. And good in his own right. Bree is going to be out there in his own They're going to do shenanigans. And, and Ronda Rousey is still going to wash the fuck out of Nikki Bella. Because they're both they're trash. Like, they're, it's not even... Kayfabe or I don't nah I don't okay, like so, we haven't so, seen so it's, when, like, it's like Ronda Rousey's first match or something and you're like mm, who knows what she can do in the ring we've seen her since April beat the shit out of bitches and win the Raw ta- uh, oh, right. and, 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 and to be fair she beat up Triple H and stuff like that but what was the one thing he was saying he was like oh well you're going to be in a wrestling ring this time this ain't just UFC stuff and blah 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 ain't nobody really did that like they tried to do that with Alexa Bliss I guess a little bit Maybe a little bit with Nia, but I haven't seen her taken and just picked apart and you by think a Nikki Bella is the one to take her to the woodshed and run out. Why the her? fuck not? Then why did you right. let her hold the title for you? Why not? I'm saying why not. Go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. To be fair, I'm not shitting on the Bellas at all. I'm saying I'm gonna hold him up to the esteem that WWE actually wants you to hold him up to, and I don't mind doing it. Because it's not like the uh, in ring, Bree is horrible. If it was, if both of them was as good as Nikki, nobody would say shit. No, everybody would keep their mouth closed because she's fine. She's more than serviceable. She's actually good. But because Bree, you we know, and all this other stuff with who, who they married to and all that stuff, like I, I get that. I mean, that's that's understandable. But like, ain't nobody saying, you know, like. I, I understand that. That's whatever, though. I mean, because if you want to go who was who somebody was with, Nikki Bella was with Dolph Ziggler before Cena. So, like, who taught her how to wrestle? If she's a better wrestler than her sister, just saying. But, like, no, I'm saying, like, if I'm – I'm just saying there's a problem with me regarding this pay-per-view because of that. I, I, I can't have them in the same world anymore, and that's weird to me. I understand what you're saying, like, 
the type of athlete she is, she should just run through them. But I don't like, think you understand. That wasn't, I'm going by what I see on no, my I do. screen. Ronda Rousey's been beating motherfuckers up for six, eight months or wherever it's been now, and she's the goddamn champion. Nikki Bella's been off. But she hasn't been beating them up. And she wrestled Stephanie McMahon in her first match. Yes, she got the Triple H. Yes, she did. But that's mixed tag, and he couldn't necessarily do a whole lot. He did something, but he couldn't necessarily do a whole lot. Ain't nobody just... And then they took Mickey James. This is why I wanted Sonya Deville to stay on that show, just to show a little bit more and try to translate what Ronda can do, uh, athletically speaking, into a, a WWE ring. So you can have somebody like Sonya. Not that Sonya Deville is the greatest worker. My point was to translate the skills over. I mean, when you had – you didn't really have that when Brock Lesnar went to UFC. You know what I'm saying? I, it was completely different. Like – Frank Mir, when he, when he fought Frank Mir for his first uh, fight, you know, he, it wasn't a whole bunch of, like, takedowns and all this stuff. It was just Brock being strong as shit. But, like, it didn't translate over. Whatever. Eventually he got his title shot. Stuff. It's a, that's a different sport to transition to. This one, you can show that transition. And I haven't – I don't see – I can't see her beating Nikki Bella. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see that. I, that's complete bullshit to me. You're going to tell me that a, a veteran heel is going to get beat by a rookie because she's athletically superior. Well, that's that's how wrestling go. I, like Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal wasn't better than Randy Orton. He was good enough to hold his own with him, and then he cheated, and then he won. Because he knew, he said, oh, as long as I can keep my hold my own with Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura, then all I need to do is just make a tiny adjustment to where somebody fuck with them, and then I can I can get the pin. All I need is a distraction. How can I how can I not say the same about Nikki Bella? You don't you don't you don't see that at all. Fuck no. And on that note, we're going to uh, move to the next call or do something else. We're not talking about Nikki fucking Bella wrestling savant. Who should go in there and out wrestle? Fuck it, out heel. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. None of none. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Lamarcus chimes in with a with a non VIP email. Do you think there's money in Charlotte and Roman being an on screen couple? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I find it odd that Charlotte has been doing at least has been doing at least two of Roman's signature moves, the spear and the deadlift sit. Okay, yeah, I, I thought about the sit-out today. I was like, as I watched that uh, opening match on SmackDown last night, like, oh, they're really trying to turn Charlotte into <laughs> Roman Reigns. Like, not just with her attitude and how the fans respond to her, but with the, her moves. But, yeah, the spear and that. Uh, I know she's been doing the spear for some time now, but I think the powerbomb is more recent. Yeah. It, it definitely is. Uh, it's weird that Charlotte would be doing these moves when people have already been comparing her push to Roman. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure what she or WWE is thinking with that. I do think Charlotte, a Charlotte Roman combo would be interesting, preferably as a heel couple. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it it would it would be all about how you got there. That's, I mean, you can look at that and go, ah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that would work. Or I think that would work. 
I think wherever you fall on the scale of it will work or it won't work depends on uh, because both could, it could not work because of how you introduce it, how you set the thing up. It certainly can work how because of how you set it up and how you get to them being a couple. I mean, if they just, um, you know, just were, I don't know. It it would be a really, I could think of some ways to get there. Uh, obviously, you have to overcome them being on separate shows and that kind of thing. But, yeah, if they were just the, the aggrieved uh, or the arrogant, you know, duo that are just, you know, believe everything uh, is theirs and should go to them and all that kind of stuff, that would uh, – that could work. There could be real money in that. Yes. Oh, they would just be insufferable. But I think, yeah. But I think WWE, you know, if you see them when they were on the Today Show a year ago or whatever, after they both, you know, won, won matches. I don't know if it was WrestleMania or whatever, but uh, that's how WCW, WWE sees them as baby faces. So I don't think they'd. They would avoid. They don't. They wouldn't want. They don't want to turn either of them heel. They certainly wouldn't make them a heel. A heel duo. That would be. Uh, I think that'd be too much for them. Uh, Lamarcus continues. Also, props to Becky and Charlotte for attempting to show signs of jet lag while wrestling. Although I think they oversold it at times. Um. Yeah, Charlotte with the collapsing. There was some not collapsing, but like trying to get to up. Uh, to her feet and like drop it to a knee. There was some that was a little overselling, but I didn't think of the, even though the announcers talked about it, you know, Oh, how could their bodies be? I didn't see it as they're selling jet lag, but I certainly, it's not out of, uh, completely out of, out of the realm of possibility. Like now that I think about it, like, Oh yeah, sure. So Braun Strowman is in India on the India WWE like wrap up show or WWE Sunday Dumal D H A M A A L. Huh. So it's just their highlight show for that market. I'm assuming because it's a, it looks like a highlight show. It's got the handsome, clear, clean cut. Uh, host and the, the set. Oh, that's cool. Don't think of other. Oh, look at them fine Indian women. Don't think of other markets. This <laughs> is all. What about us? What about my entertainment? USA, USA. Um, Lamarcus continues. I also think Charlotte spearing Becky through the LED board is a sign that SmackDown will have a new stage for. SmackDown 1000. Good call. Reminded me of that of that Raw episode when Triple H threw a sledgehammer through the screen on stage when Vince was speaking through via video. They had a new different a new set the following week. Or when on NWA TNA, who was the faction? Was it Sports Entertainment Extreme? Somebody came out with a razor blade. I gotta turn that damn ice maker off. Somebody came through with a with like razor blades, cut all the ring aprons up, 
you know, tour of all the like NWA TNA like signage and like you know, like any of the poster boards and like plastic, you know, whatever. Tore it all up and then the next week they had the set. Rhino speared Jericho through the SmackDown set during the uh the kickoff of the Alliance invasion. When was what what? They had it was when they had just the archway set with like four archways or four like arches and then the curtain underneath or whatever and Rhino speared Jericho through that and the next week they had the fist and the glass, the shattered glass set that that stuck around for like eight years. <laughs> so yeah, Marcus, you're absolutely right about the uh busting up the set and then the next week they have the new set. That is that is absolutely I did not think of that. Did not think of that. That is a great catch and probably very true because yeah next week is they're not selling it as a season premiere but they could still october uh lastly cena looked like an old wrestler from the 80s or something making a comeback with that haircut at the australia show thanks marcus in dc yeah i saw there, there were some really good memes the one my favorite was the homer simpson one with uh <laughs> when homer got um, was that a treehouse of horror where it was like some kind of weird ghost or mon- like paranormal hair plugs or something that like it started to eat his brain or something? Because I don't think that was a hair piece and you know, whatever. It was some good good memes and shit. So thanks, Marcus. Appreciate the email. And uh... let's. Yeah, Sean says that was a treehouse of horror. I thought that was uh, a a, a, a one-off episode and not like a, you know, canon. I guess treehouse of horror is canon. How am I thinking? Um, Not important. Let's, let's, let's talk to, let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's going on? Lord, what's going on? Not too much, Mike. What's uh, what's on your mind? Well, of course, and you know, another interesting show on the weekly. Um, Appreciate it. A lot on my mind this week, man. Um, you had super, you know, the super show round wasn't a bad show. I mean, of course, only disappointment out of it for me. My boy ain't get to get, you know, get to the chip. That's all good. You know, I, I still think, you know. Him and AJ had a hell of a match. So mm-hmm. that and the Buddy Murphy and, and, and um Cedric Alexander, man, man. Like I put that match up against any fucking um New Japan's um, you know, junior heavyweight um match. Like right mm. now that, that that was a good match. That okay. was a good match. It made me want to pay more attention. More close attention to a five. No end. They had to keep the same over the course to change up days and how they um taping it. it. I mean, it's already, you know, over the course of the, 
you know, past six months has already been enjoyed and shows took away six you know, right. so. But now with but, the format so change, now, right. it's just the, yeah, the, the atmosphere is that much better. Right. I think the crowds, you know, and the people are just starting to catch up to it. You know? So I, I give it by, you know, January, February for that show to me to be like as coveted as NXT. And then to me, I feel like they should leave those two shows together, you know, like a block, you know? Start off yeah. NXT in 205 because, you you know, you got to think about it. Well, you got all awake. They start at um, they start at um, Wednesday night. Like they new episodes on comedy TV comes, you know, Wednesday night. So, okay. You know, that being said, I mean, as far as I understand, I feel like, you know, SmackDown way more, you know, enjoyable show. I mean, both, you know, work, glad, but glad, you know, turn hills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Leo Rush on the other side? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know. I, you know what? I, I don't know if it's a WrestleMania thing. I think they probably want Brock in something a little more uh, high profile. But if that wasn't necessarily a prerequisite, like if they didn't have, if Brock, you know, it was like, oh, Brock don't have to be in the damn, you know, top of, top match at Mania. Then yeah, a Lashley program that le- yeah would be a battle bad of the mouthpieces. That'd be that'd be fun. Right. In theory, I believe that we was right all along. I mean, all along, like I said, of course, one Joe finally gets justice. But I think in theory we were right. I think um, AJ. AJ's gonna what? I think he's poised to break Punk's um, record. Well, it's not Punk's record anymore. It's Brock's record. Well, I mean... Or are you just doing strictly by that title belt? Yeah, I mean, they could try to spin it. To me, the universal title don't got that much, you know, juice and lineage. Regardless of what it's been placed on Joe and all that can't take that away. Right. You know what I mean? That's going to be forever and always, you know, inside. Yeah, that being said, I think he's poised to break that record. Um, I how they um, shied away from saying Saudi Arabia on the past couple shows. What have they said? Just crown jewel? Crown jewel in the whole world. Hmm. That means they're probably aware and cognizant of what the fuck's going on. Definitely can't predict. And I'm in the brain. And although I was 
big trish fan, but she was shit. She was bottom of the battle shit. Oh, Monday, oh, yeah. She was she was terrible. So just let me know that something that we all knew. Right time never her strong. Never shot one right. Yeah, I just don't think she's in the and I could probably say the same for Lita, but I think Lita just has a more personality for it and has been around the business longer and more consistently than Trish. Um, so she can, I'm not saying she has to, but she certainly could pretend, you know. And also, Lita wasn't ever, like, any kind of dynamic. She's certainly gotten better with age, you know, as she's gotten older, more experienced and, you know, announcing matches and stuff. Uh, Trish, it's like the opposite. Like, man, Trish used to be able to talk. I don't remember her being trash like this. I just don't think her mind, she's just not in the the mind frame of being a pro wrestler anymore because she's not. She's somebody's mom. She's somebody's yoga instructor. She's she's somebody's business, small business partner. Like, she's living a whole different... whole different existence than she did than she did 15 years ago and that's that's okay exactly, exactly. so I don't think she can have a but she probably got a little bit more talk because she's been around all week so. speak up Mike we, we lost you you muffled so I said all week she's been around a lot more recently you know but man we probably from the first day young class shit like that. Yeah. So she's probably a little bit more, you know, in tune with what's going on, you know. Right. Just again, it's all about where your mind is. Trish and I'm not saying Lita is like, you know, watching Raw and SmackDown every every week. But I bet you I bet you Lita owns and has a WWE subscription and she right. probably watches, you know, maybe the May Young stuff and maybe at NXT a couple times a month. And Trish Probably isn't because she's got, you know, other interests again, which is absolutely okay. But it's a check. WWE is like, we need you. You you bring a certain kind of legitimacy and and not legitimacy, but uh, yeah, legitimacy to the gimmick we're doing with the evolution and how we're trying to pay homage and you know paved the way for the future. But you're certainly you know part of part of the past that was a very that was a, a foundational uh, point for, for one of these women. I, can I looked apart, you know, I can still, you know, take a bump. But if you're not all there, and I think that's one of the reasons they made it a tag match. Like, there's no way Trish is going to make it through an eight-minute match uh, uh, and it, a singles match in any kind of like, where we're not just like, that was rough. She don't want to go in there and be the new, you know, the old head Jackie Gator. You know, she was in that Jackie Gator match back in 04. You know what it was like. You know, she know that feeling of just like, oh, my God, this person just doesn't have it. In that case, she was just thrown in there, too, way before she had any business being in anybody's ring or on anybody's TV, certainly. Um, but Trish is just the other way. She just aged out. Like, it's just, she's just not in the mind frame. For, for this anymore, but hopefully they can get through it with no mate, you know, no botches, nobody gets hurt or anything. I think they will, but like you said, you gotta respectfully respect it. Like you in the mindset of getting money you know, through another avenue, and she's probably been accustomed of you know living a certain and getting 
money a certain way for however long you know, she's been gone from the game. So you can't really blame her. But I think, you know, she's that much of a general, like, you know, or generate or whatever you call it. You know, it's one word. That I think it'll come out of Damn. Um, I just got a VIP email from Brian Theard in Wisconsin, and he's he's going to be in the area for the next month in Fort Hood for military duty. I think I'm going to have to try to get up with him. He's an hour away. Can't hear you for shit, Mike. All right, hold on. Hello? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Damn, why didn't you do that in the first place? <laughs> I've been struggling yeah, I had to this whole time. I had to take this, the, the speakers off. No, I said, as far as, you know, the Bellas thing, I thought it was, you know, pretty cool. I thought it was okay. I mean, you know, you like think- I said, you know. Wait. Do you think Nikki Bella should walk through Ronda Rousey uh, at Evolution? Whoever made that comment, and, you know, like I said, we are all the East Coast cast family, but whoever made that comment is smoking K2. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I hope you're smoking some better shit than that, but, yes, it, it seems like, uh, you know, he was showing us on some other shit. Oh, shit. You did say walk through. You said she should have no problem with Ronda Rousey. See, now he's qualifying. Now put, word, put words in his mouth. Now he want to... <laughs> now he want to qualify. Through what? Walk through right. her locker room. Walk through her locker room <laughs> and act and lace room. her fucking... <laughs> and lace her hot rod dress like her skirt or whatever. You got some fucking... Right. Febreze for my tights, bitch. <laughs> Burn in case Abe all realized she should never be able to smoke no rum. Like Ronda Rousey will okay, break a fucking saying, whole half of her body. He's saying Ronda shouldn't walk through her. And okay, sure, she shouldn't because she didn't walk through Alexa and you know that but you know, they did the ribs ribs gimmick and which was fair. So they'll come up they'll do something. They'll make it uh they'll yeah. the psychology will be there. Uh my thing is my thing is my only flaw with Ronda so far is that she sells too way too much. I think she, she does. sells too much. But but the thing she's is she's great at it. She's good at it. Don't give me too right, but she's Mike, good the at thing it, is, but I think she not, sells too much. The thing is if she didn't like if she did is she not no sold, but if she didn't like I think she feels a responsibility as a pro wrestler now to be to do what pro wrestlers do. And I think I'm fine with it. I don't want Ronda because she's a legit "Quote unquote legit fighter," what what that got to do with uh, how my punch feel or this DDT I just hit you with? Because what? Because you fought MMA, getting dropped on your head doesn't hurt as much. So I'm I'm good with how she sells. Maybe she should lighten up and not be so Ziggler esque uh, with it. But especially yeah, like the, with, the, with the thing with her ribs. I think it all made it all is f- to make the uh, opponent like uh, to the opponent not 
you know, look bad. Like, why? Because people are going, why? She, she didn't run to just wash this bitch. Well, she's got the busted right. ribs, and and Mickey James is on the outside, and so they're giving they're giving her opponents, you know, a decent amount of excuses. Except Nia Jax, because Nia Jax didn't need any of that. Nia talked a good game and said, "I'm gonna beat you, and you can't beat me." You know, and she let her size and 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 weight and all that stuff do. Uh, you know, she didn't need uh, outside interference or, or heel tactics. Yeah. What is going on? Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Interlude. Velveteen and and Champa and Champa were in the ring having a pretty intense exchange, promo exchange. Now Nikki Cross's music just hit. She comes out to the ring. They are baffled. She's doing her whole crazy gimmick, slamming her coat and jacket around, and they're looking at her like, "What the fuck is up with this weirdo woman?" So, and the Why fans the are chanting triple not- threat. I think yeah, I can, so that's I think crazy. I'm here. But why the fuck is she not on the blue brand? Like I think that's what fucking sanity is missing to get them over the hump. That's what set them apart. What is she doing? She's like mesmerized by Velveteen's tassels on his jacket. She went fuck. Don't she tell me they gonna, right. She, she Don't tell me they're gonna put them together. She wants something inside her. <laughs> she don't know if she wants a psycho or a fucking velveteen, a smooth velveteen, <laughs> or both. Yeah, but I heard he caught a little flack from from you know from his tights from the last time. Oh, well, Triple H told him, "Don't I don't think you'll this might not go over like you want it want it to," and he they yeah. allowed him to do it anyway. Call me up, Vince. Yeah, I think that caught a little flat. But my thing, they put this focus on, you know, the Shield and Evolution who's never fucking been on SmackDown. Like, I, I've been trapped. And I know we are not catatonic, but have you, like, to me, and, like, how it's almost reminiscent of, like, this era like, not as far as, like, in-ring and shit like that, but this era, as far as almost the visual of, you know, the brand split, reminds me of that circa from 2003-ish, 2004-ish, when you had one group on top, which was Evolution, and the main, I mean, although they did get over, you know, two young guns, but the main focus of the group was to keep one guy over, which was the leader, which was Triple H, and Raw is, is basically the equivalent of what it was. And on SmackDown, you had, you know, everything fresh. You know, almost all the fresher, you know, the newer, younger guys, fresher, you know, fresher talents, fresher stories and things of that nature on that side of the brand, which, you know, spoke volumes last night with that Miz TV because that was one of the best segments all year. Like, I well, kid you not. That uh, was right? Yeah, the AJ and then the mid the whole dynamic with Miz, which my prediction yeah. I'm gonna say Survivor Series triple threat. Hmm. Miz Brian AJ. Because somehow Miz is gonna cost gonna fuck up that match. What in Saudi? You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Somehow Miz is gonna fuck that match up because remember he said he got next, so and then I think Brian to pay him back. You know, he'll probably get a shot on, you know, a SmackDown or something, Brian to pay him back, and then 
There you have it. Triple threat match. Yeah, they've been doing pretty good not having triple threat, just meaningless triple threat matches. Like, right. I mean, I hate him. I ain't a fan of it, but yeah, I, I, need need to it. I see that. it going. Yeah, I see it going that way. I see it going that way. Um, but, I mean, all, other than that, overall, I, I think it was a damn good SmackDown. I'm looking forward to 1,000. I think Rock probably would be a, a surprise if they do get him or they might, you know, get a video package. You know, it wouldn't surprise me to see uh, old Stone Cold, but, you know, it's doubtful at this point. Any, they, any, they ain't really put an emphasis on him, so. Any thoughts, Mike, on the backlash Rock's Part that he's gonna play in a movie soon or coming up in a couple a year or so. Who for the rock? Yeah. And what and what movie is that? That's the um. Well, he's playing John Henry. Uh, the, you know John Henry, who who, who 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 like beat a machine and like bur- burrowing through a tunnel or some shit. You know the John Henry story. Yeah, the, the, that's the lumberjack, the big lumberjack, right? Yeah, or whatever he was, lumberjack. Paul Bunyan, John Henry, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be. So Rock's supposed to be playing him, and every time he's been depicted in any movie, you know, Danny Glover, I think, played him. You know, it's a dark-skinned black guy, and it's this, it's this idea that we have talked about plenty of times on this show that number one, Rock ain't a real black, and we know what that means. That you know, and number two, he don't even identify as black. Oh, he never talks about his his black side. He never talks. You know, he always, you know, it's. You know, and I've always said, no, Rock doesn't play up to me either side. Rock goes, I'm ambiguous as fuck. Put me in your movie. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I am very so inoffensive. And, and I Where can't do I find that check? That, yeah, yeah, I can't be mad at that man because he's not trying to play, you know, and that's fine. But the idea yeah. that he got went through his life as, a, 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 you know, at the very least, a big brown man and, you know, with a dad named Soul Man Rocky Johnson, he never faced any kind of... But, all that said, I understand the... I understand the... Uh, I understand, because with that story, you're, number one, you're... you're it's, it should, like, mean something. Like, you're not just... John Henry's story is just not some, like, hey, let's just make it... No, you're, 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 you're telling a story that's supposed to mean something. So tell it in the in its most, you know, honest fucking portrayal. Get a fucking right. dark skinned black guy. Like you don't fucking I would I can't be mad at at the casting of Zoe Saldana to play Nina Simone and then be like, Oh yeah, Rock can play uh Henry uh John Henry, no problem. No, they should have got right. a fucking dark-skinned black woman to play fucking Nina Simone and not some fucking right. light-skinned woman and then put blackface on her. Like, if you gotta brown her up, maybe she shouldn't be playing this role. Especially... I would've went with fucking, uh... I would've went with fucking, uh... What you call it? From She's Gotta Have It, the Wanda Wise. Uh, I... Yeah, I don't... I don't... No, nobody's popping them in my head. I, I don't know who that is. Take a look at her, Trav. Like, she is gorgeous. Like, she is a gorgeous. Oh, wait. You talking about the She's Got to Have It Netflix one? Yeah, the new, yeah, the new series. Ah, okay. She That's why I'm like, I don't remember. She is, she is a fucking gorgeous milk oh, chocolate yeah, sister. Her. 
But I think, yeah. But still, I think that's. I mean, I don't want to get into you know, we 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 as a people, we, yeah. we, we put too much. We, we harp on that too much bullshit on that. because like, it's fucking bullshit psychological damage we ain't fucking recovered from for four hundred years and all that kind of shit. Years. And they, this is you what, know, yeah. it's all over the fucking planet. What you, you, got, you know, yeah. caste system bullshit. Indians, Haitians, Dominicans. It, it don't matter where you go. Uh, 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 they've done a good job of making us feel bad about how fucking brown and black we are. Even though, even to me, though, a, to me, even, even it's like taking they took all our strengths and turned them into weaknesses. Like, fam, right. I don't get skin cancer. <laughs> the sun doesn't kill me, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you know, right? Absolutely you know, not. I, Absolutely. I have, I've, I've never gotten lice because they can't survive in my fucking tightly curled hair. It doesn't happen. Right. You know, like all this other stuff. I mean, it's just it's just bullshit, white so-called supremacist fucking shit that we haven't broken out of. Out of. And then you and you got to hear Twitter, read Twitter hot takes uh, about the shit, and it and it fucking bothers the shit out of me. But I also understand uh, uh, the implications of a guy like The Rock being cast. Matter of fact, if you're gonna cast somebody that looks like The Rock, why not an unknown? Why a guy that's like Rock? Rock needs the needs that so uh, it's a lot it's it's a it's a it's a it's a lot to unpack yeah. that i'm not uh necessarily uh suited for or or whatever damn kona reeves yeah uh, his body's getting better every week he was just getting tighter and tighter yeah i like him like he to me he's a he's a throwback to me he's a throwback to a 605 kind of guy mm-hmm. to me yeah Yo, if he ain't if he ain't brown, Barry Windham, six five can sell his ass off. I think yeah. when he gets up to the main roster, if and when he makes it to the main roster, Vince is going to be like, yeah, you're not selling as much as you do. That's one of the things I like him for because he sells and he's really good at selling. Then when he's in there with Keith Lee, you know, you know, who's wider than him and kind of looks him in the eyes, maybe sell. But I think when he's in there with, uh, you know. Other guy smaller than him, Vince is going to be like, no, 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 no. You need to pull back on, on the selling. Right, right. Yeah, I like him though. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see Riddle, bro. But I know they probably going to hold that off to the next takeover. I'm anxious to see how Matt Riddle does. You know, his first feud and things of that nature. But I tell you, man, NXT is so fucking on fire. It's incredible. And also, um. Um, did you catch the um did you catch the uh, Austin Aries, um uh Johnny Impact, Johnny Nitro, whatever the fuck you wanna call him, Johnny, um back and forth. Like I heard sh- Yeah, I, I heard I shit got real I saw a real back heated. And I saw a fourth. I didn't so I saw the shot. I saw Aries going, Oh yeah, short shaming, how about that? And then he said something about his wife. And then all of a sudden, I love it when a motherfucker, you say something about you, you say something back, and then they get all indignant. How dare you say something about my wife? Like, motherfucker, you didn't, my name was in your mouth first. So, fuck off. They're <laughs> right. getting upset and offended. So I didn't know what, how, when I read, I saw the screenshots, I didn't know in what context. Is this some real shit? Is this just, are they having a match? Nah, I, heard it was, I heard it was 100% true. But I don't understand. Like Johnny fucking Nitro is, you know, if if Austin Aries is five six, Johnny Nitro is what five eight and a half. Like 
Who the fuck is nah, he, he about? talking shit about? Sure, is he taller than? Okay, maybe, but I never thought nah, of him he as about tall, good. big. Yeah, good. I met him. What? This was uh, Tumbling. this was uh, it never looks like he's in a fight. Yeah, this was uh, damn, I forget the event. I probably remind remember it. Austin Aries would wipe the fucking floor up with with Johnny Nitro in in any context. Wrestling, shoot, I don't give a fuck, but Johnny Nitro did chill out. Yeah, I mean, he was good, but he never did it. He was very acrobatic, athletic, but he never did it for me. To me, the guy that that got the raw deal that should have made it out of the two guys that was on that tough enough was the um, the kid that just passed away. Like, he was the – Matt, he was oh, yeah, the, the Capitelli kid. He was the guy. Like, he was the I'm one. I'm just saying, that old school, like, who, I think Cam asked this version of a, this, a version of this question. Like, who's the wrestler that you wouldn't want to, uh, like, if you had to just straight up box, like, in the, you know, me and you put your hands up and we fight. But, it, and I think the one of who would you want to fight, it's always Miz, right? Like, oh, I fight Miz. I knock that pussy out. Or at least he ain't going to, like, beat me the fuck up. That's for sure. I think Johnny Morris, John Morrison is up there, too. Like, oh. Absolutely. I, I think John I Morrison is up there. Without, like, he might beat me up. I'm not saying I could watch Johnny Nitro by any stretch. But he ain't going to beat me the fuck up. Yeah, he going to feel some shit. Listen, I'm 6'3", 6'4", 275. He going to feel some shit behind these behind these hits. Right. And, I and even rock, if he so. did, Mike, get you down and, like, you know, like, out, you know, out grapple you, maybe catch you with a whatever. Of course whatever he going to do that because I'm he, not a He's not going to have that killer. He's going he to drop you and then walk away. Like, right. Dean Ambrose, if you fought Dean Ambrose, you think if he dropped you, that's it? Like, no, he's going to kick you in the ribs. To, you know, nah, he's going to try to knock me out, so... He gonna try and knock me out, so I end up having to fucking shoot him. He gonna try and knock me out. Like yeah. I, you, you can tell some, like, you can tell those guys that's gonna try to knock you out. Like they catch you and waste, they they catch you, you waste them. You like that's like me going to a show heckling Dean Ambrose, like how Garnett did the um Mellow a couple years ago and telling him, "Oh, Renee tastes like honey nut Cheerios." You don't think you don't think <laughs> you don't think they ain't gonna try to fucking rip me and ha- or wait for me to come out? Yeah, you got a point there. Right. Nah, she tastes like the apple cinnamon Cheerios. That's what I say. Right. <laughs> you don't think he gonna come for me? Yo, you remember you saw that when the like took her hat. Or or did something while they were at a restaurant with her parents. He jumps. Oh, they're like eating in an outdoor like at a restaurant, yeah, but yeah. Outdoor, outdoor seating. He jumps over yeah. the like little fence they have set up, chases the guy down the street, and like basically puts his finger in his chest. Like I will fucking murder you if you disrespect my yeah, wife. Yeah, like no, I heard it's legit. Like I got some cats out in Cincy, and I heard he like. In the shoot, I heard he's really from the projects. Like, he's really one of those, you know, like, come from what, you know, not to say it like that, but I hear he really comes from one of, like, those poor, you know, you know white households. Like, yeah, like, I heard he really went through, you know, went through, been through some shit in his life. And he got, like, an alcoholic dad that, like, smacked him around a little bit coming up, so. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I believe so. So, yeah, you know. I mean, he is the heart and soul of that shit. Shit, like, so what did you think about the walk away? 
I didn't like it. I just don't like any. I don't like the continued. I don't even like the bickering with the Strowman and all those guys. It's just like yeah, that's but the infighting. Should have just corny, yeah. At least they're heels, and it's like whatever. I knew this. They were put together to be broken up. It was just a matter of is it going to be a three months, six months, or nine months? And you know, but with the Shield stuff, it's just like y'all can't talk that brotherhood stuff. Y'all been through this. Y'all be on the road. Y'all this. Y'all that. And then like y'all lost the match. Dean lost, you know, twice to Drew McIntyre in like the last six weeks. It's like okay, I get it, but just you know, talk it out. You don't, no need that right. walking away bullshit. It's just like that goes against everything that y'all are supposed to be about, just to create bullshit drama. Right. And also, um, Trav, I was cooking before I forget. All right, this ain't the end, but before I forget about this, I was cooking up some shit in my mind. Like, perhaps they do sign all those guys, you know, those free agents, those bullet club guys, and they come in. I think they should call them WWE. They should call it what? WWE. I spin on WWE because you know how they like to parody everything and all that. And if you saw the um this Monday's um being the elite, a guy was slipping notes under the supposedly Triple H slipping notes under Kenny Omega's hotel door, and he said something to the effect: the first one he crumbled up, and the second one is like, think again, a match with AJ at Mania. Uh, agent. He took it and folded it and put it in his, you know, probably, you know, Cody was at the door, so he was trying to actually hide the note from Cody. And they had another uh, sequence where they all ganged up on um, Hangman and was like, oh, so when you was going to tell us? So you wasn't going to tell us? And then they, you know, they flipped it and alluded to his, his new boots, but we knew, you know, what the hook was because, you know, they, they just recently hollered at him. And he said, now ain't the time. Now at the time, they're going to stick together. But what I'm getting at, you call it the worldwide elite. WWE. Worldwide elite. <laughs> Yo, Jerry McDivitt going to slap him with a season this is so fast. No, they I'm saying once they get WWE. in. No, if they get, oh, you know, if they, if okay, they come okay. in once they, you call it. And then, right, you know, that, that I'm saying, my bad. you had a worldwide elite. And then you you know you drive Balor over to SmackDown. You got the Worldwide Elite against the Club OGs. Okay, I got. Real real quick before I let you go, um, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. It says here finds its male lead. Uh, so Paperboy is going to be the the lead in Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, that's dope. That's fire. Yo, what's yep. going on? Speaking of which, what's going on with ATL, man? I heard it might be fucking the limbo because um, this uh, Donald Glover had a fallout. Um, they had some sort of fallout with the FX cast because you know he was supposed to do the Deadpool cartoon and that shit fell apart. Right. So what? Yeah, season three so. of Atlanta's in limbo in Jeopardy? I don't know. I mean, they, unless and they might, you know, unless and they move to a different network. Huh. Or they get it together. I don't know what's going on. And also, don't forget, last but not least, Trav, um, and I give you, you know, a, a full report on it because I'm going to watch it. I'm going to order it. I know you probably won't. That's the um the NWA 70 show. That's coming up. 
70th anniversary of NWA. Hmm. That's on the, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, Cornette talking about it. He's, yeah, he's actually he's going to be one of the commentators. He's going to yeah, and Tony Schiavone is going to going to um, be the yeah the yeah, broadcasting for it. He was at the 60th. Now he'll be at the 70th anniversary. So that's that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I want to see what they're going to do with it, you know. And I want to see the rematch with Aldis and uh, Cody. Well, I'm going to let you get to that, um, you know, some more callers and also with that NXT in the background because you know it's a big match tonight. Yeah, Ricochet versus um, Ricochet, Cole, and Dunn. So I know that's going to be a killer. Can't wait to get home to see that. Talk to you next week, Trav. Talk to you, Mike. All right, Mike from Brooklyn. Let's, uh, okay, JC's got a non-VIP. Hey, Trav, I know I'm a little late tonight. Just a few things. What's your thoughts on HBK coming out of retirement for this match? Do you look at it as a a DX uh, coming out of retirement or HBK breaking the career versus streak stipulation? No, no, excuse me, no way can you not. It, it is absolutely breaking the, the 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 retirement thing. Like, yeah, like no doubt. Like that doesn't mean, oh, the stipulation was I don't wrestle singles matches anymore. No, it was you don't fucking wrestle. You retire. Um, so it's both. It's DX coming out of retirement and HBK breaking the career versus streak. Those things, two things aren't mutually exclusive. Um, but it's bullshit. I explained that last week. It's fucking garbage. It might be... I explained why in the poll last week, I think it was last week, why I picked... I felt like a betrayed, you know. And I explained, like, you know, a betrayal of, you know, the smallest betrayal. But still, like, no, that was perfect. And also, you're coming out for some bullshit. You're coming back for some bullshit. This Crown Jewel show is bullshit on so many levels. And you're going to be wrestling in a bullshit tag match against Kane and the fucking Undertaker. The Undertaker who we just saw uh, uh, three, four days ago. You know, we we knew this longer than three or four days ago. We, We knew this about three or four years ago. The man doesn't have it anymore. He should have never come back for that match against Roman Reigns. He should have let the streak be it. He should have never came back. And I'm and I'm saying yeah, yeah. But never come back. I mean, retire, go to fuck home, get some new hips, and don't wrestle anymore. But you know, they don't get that Saudi check. More power to them. Uh, number two, how do you feel about uh, Kyrie Sane versus uh, Baszler at Evolution? At le- um, yeah, I mean, I don't, um, that should be a good, good match. I mean, they've had good matches in, before. I'm afraid that Baszler's going to win because Kyrie's 2-0 and against her, I think, at least in matches that mean something, title matches with her Mae Young. So, for Kyrie to go up 3-0 on her. That that I don't know if that would happen. So, I mean, but as far as the match, I feel fine about it. Yeah. 
Uh, how do you feel about the double turn of Kevin Owens and Lashley? Uh, have a good night. Stay blessed. Thanks. And I hope you're feeling better. Um, I liked the I liked that it was a turn. I liked that it was clear. Somebody turned. We don't get those very often anymore. You know, the the the, the when I think of a baby a heel turning baby face, it's you know sympathetic baby face is getting beat down and the heel runs out to make the save and that's the turn. This was a classic. And I, and I guess Kevin was definitely the baby face in this match. He was doing those, he did that over the top, that senton or whatever, and, you know, he certainly wrestled like a baby face. And Bobby certainly, <laughs> Leo certainly talked like a heel, and, and Bobby wrestled like a heel. So, yeah, it was good just because it was an actual turn. Um, all right, back to phone lines. Let's talk to let's talk to who's been on longer. Oh, I think they well. Let's go to Willis. Uh, Willis was well, well, I'm all right. I, mean, I can't complain. I mean, okay, but so I was on. Uh, man, I've seen some screen clips on PK nineteen. It kind yeah. of blew me. I was like, this this game messed up because they don't have Pete Dunn with the rest of bitch face on his profile. You know how they had the profile of everybody on the game? Yeah. They just got him looking normal. They don't have him with the rest of bitch face. He just looked normal. <sighs> he ain't Yo, no, and I swear no to God. I swear to God, if y'all, even though y'all not wrong, <laughs> but y'all going to stop making memes Show with with Pete Dunn and Rhea Ripley next to each other too, for real. Because y'all making me feel some kind of way now that I see Pete Dunn since because Rhea Ripley finding a motherfucker, <laughs> and now I gotta be like, God damn it, she do look like Pete Dunn with clearer skin. <laughs> she looks like she looks look like Pete Dunn. I ain't seen that shit before. She looks like Pete Dunn with a proactive subscription. Like that's really all. <laughs> But y'all go, y'all better stop. But yeah, so go ahead. What's what's up? Yeah, um, I enjoyed the um the show on Saturday. I did get to five o'clock in the morning to watch that joint. The only thing I ain't careful. Yep. Oh my god. I didn't care too much for the shield in their match, especially since they ran it back the next day, two days later. And Look, then I, I didn't, didn't really care for. My bad. I didn't in the bed right and I was like oh shit uh, oh, it's 3.40 central time so uh, and I was like oh shit um, Crown Jewel is on maybe I'll stay up maybe I'll watch the first match and I turned on WWE Network and it, oh, it was 3.20 and I was like oh it doesn't come on till 4 central and I was like fuck it I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to bed and, and ended up uh, laying in the not even going to fall asleep just ended up laying there until I got the first alert so whatever the first match was, they sent out like, and I saw it before I eventually fell asleep. But yeah, y- y'all better than me, man. Waking up at five in the morning to watch some damn glorified house show, y'all ridiculous. Because I had I got up early because I wanted to see the whole show. So I, after I got up, I can get up and go get my hair cut, <laughs> and then take care of my business the rest of the day. So I just wanted to get it all out, out and over with. Yeah, so 
I, I'm glad that they finally turning people seem like faces and heels, and it, it seems like it's natural, unlike what they did with Braun, which didn't make any sense at all. So I'm glad they finally doing some old school turning of people. And plus, they said Kevin Owens going to be out for a while because his knee is messed up. He had to go surgery for it. Oh, damn. So what was the point? Yeah. Just to, for when he comes back, I guess, to have him set up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, okay, and, never mind. I, I forgot. It wasn't just the – I, I forgot the – I completely forgot the most important part of the turn. It wasn't that he just wrestled like a heel. He beat the shit out of his knee and and, and – and uh, put him on the and around the the ring post and all that stuff. That's right. I forgot all about that. So yeah, that's uh, that's definitely adds to the whole turn babyface heel turn aspect of it. And especially since um, Lashley was the one who um, took out Sami Zayn too. That's right. And I guess the what come both come back as baby faces. It's what. Zane and, and, uh, yeah, and Owen, so. and then it'll just be it'll just be a matter of okay, who's the when does Owen's turn on Zane? Sometime in 2019. <laughs> so y'all y'all think they're gonna actually turn Dean into a bad guy on on the shield or what? I I don't know what's going on because they keep on teasing it, but I'm interested to see how that's gonna go. If they not just swerving, that's going to turn somebody else heel in the shield instead of Dean. I don't know. So I'm curious to see about that. I'm playing right now. After I finish Spider-Man, I got the Fist of the North Star video game on PlayStation 4. Up there making people's heads explode and shit. Wasn't it the one with... uh... Uh, the guy I just remember the guy I used used to do this like rapid punch. Whoop, 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 yeah, that was all. Yeah, that's the same game. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Did they, they make a movie out of that? That was kind of garbage. It was. I know it, you it was. It. it was a. Yeah, they made a um cheesy HBO movie back in the day of that joint. Back it came out back in like the nineties or something like that. I remember that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's just like it's it's almost like playing the Mad Max joint because you got a city you go to and you do all kind of stuff. You like run the town and you got um run the casino and and nightclubs and you gotta be a oh, bartender. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Crazy. And I'm gonna get to him. I should have probably just waited till he jumped jumped on in a call or two. But Darrell said Kyrie and Shane are tied in matches. Kyrie beat her in the finals of the May Young. Kyrie beat her for the NXT Women's Championship. When did they ever wrestle two more times that that would tie them up? They didn't wrestle four times. This is going to be their third match. match Did they have a match on NXT or something like that on a regular TV show? Mm, Maybe, but that's still only three matches. That's not, they can't be tied. They have no way they wrestled four times. No way I don't remember two of their four matches. Ain't no way. 
Anyway, well, I, I'll ask him when he when he comes on. My bad. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty fun. You got to do all kind of stuff. You go out in the desert and find stuff, and you got this one mode. Well, you know I like Mad Max, a, so, you know, that was, yeah, that was fun. It's got this it's got one mini game on it where you go to the baseball field and the um the bikers come out and you take a big old um metal beam and you hit them with the metal beam when they ride across with their motorcycles and see how far you can hit them. Well, damn. You're doing all Wait, kind of crazy. This is a North Star? Yeah, uh-huh. So it's we'll not a fighting game before. like it used to be? It's an open world game? no. It's an open world game. It's like the Yakuza joints that they got out. Ah. The Yakuza and Sleeping Dogs and all that. But it is Sleeping a fighting dogs, game, though. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like Sleeping Dogs. And you be fighting a whole bunch of people come up to you, and they start to fight, and then it'd be like 20 people at the screen at one time trying to fight you. Oh shit! It's it's pretty cool. Just go on um, YouTube and um, okay. look up some of the reviews on, on stuff. Cause I yeah. picked that up instead of buying um, 2K. Cause I went to the GameStop. I had my Kevin Owens hat on. So, and so wait. The, so, yeah. so okay. So let me. This is how you fit in the story of Rich give, uh, and he gave me his 2K because he he won a, a copy and got a code, a digital mm-hmm. code. And started playing immediately, mm-hmm. so he he rerouted his physical copy that he ordered to me. It was like you can have it. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. sweet. So last week you had said I beat Spider Man. So I was like, hey, Rich, did, would you mind if I trade? I was going to send you 2K. Like, hey, you want this 2K? I'll take your used copy of Spider Man. <laughs> but Rich just changed. No, the because game. they got some more uh, D. They got some more DLC coming out soon. Oh, so you wouldn't trade? Okay, you're one of those. You're in- that's right. You got all your fucking games from when you was eight. So. <laughs> I guess I'm talking to the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. They got the you, you decide, coming out. Actually, because most people, like selfish people like me, like if somebody was like, hey, can I have your Guitar Hero 3 for PS2? I'd be like, but I might play it one day, even though I ain't played that shit in six years. <laughs> I'm selfish and be like, I might want to play it one day. But you actually will play it one day. So, you know, I can't even be mad. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, um, yeah, because they got more stuff coming out for the game. So they got like about three or four new story modes coming out for it. So I'm looking forward to that. So I had so much fun with that game. So yeah, I'm just seeing what everything going on with that. And yes, a lot of people are not excited about the evolution joint because they know everybody knows it's just to make good for them going back to Saudi Arabia. That's all this show is. And that's why yeah. I guess if you choose to like, I guess you, it's, I can't make an argument that that's not the case. I just don't look at, I just don't look at it that way. I look at them as two separate things that if they weren't going to Saudi, they would still be having this evolution pay-per-view. I don't think it's like, oh, well, we're going to Saudi and we're scumbags for that. So we got to, nah. No, it, it they're going to do a pay-per-view until... evolution pay-per-view because it's good for business and it's going to make them money, period. Yeah, even though they're doing it like a week after the, is it a week before or a week after the? Yeah, like five days before. Show. Yeah. yeah, they're going to have to jump. Well, not the so, women, but after that, the production crews got to jump on a plane to get to the Middle East. 
right? And and I don't want to see Brock. I don't want to see Brock Roman and, and Strowman again. I seen that shit once too many times. Yeah, I don't see that. We haven't had triple threat matches, and then they're going to have two, maybe, on the same damn show. Fucking bullshit. I I didn't seen that shit. I seen the four-way joint at the the SummerSlam year before last. That's enough for me. That was a good match, though. (laughs) Right? What the hell? Am I mistaken? Do I remember wrong? That was a good match, that four-way. Right, and that was a pretty good match. Or a three-way. I don't want to. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, it's just man. Mm, how many times are they gonna do two, three, four ways and this and that? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just still blown about them not going ahead and pull the trigger and putting the title on Braun because everybody wanted that shit. That shit just blew me. And you hear, me. and you hear about. You you hear about that on the third week in a row that the ratings have been bad. They went up on Raw at all. Wait, what hasn't gone up? The ratings. The ratings dropped No, they continued historic lows, yeah. I saw uh, PW Torch headlines. Like, this is not going to be a good, uh, good football season for them. But... There's the the room. You it's either one or two things is going to happen. They're going to you know come rumble season. The ratings will you know explode. They'll almost double because they've fallen. You know almost not by half, but certainly that damn third hour last week did like one point. Oh, was that mean two million viewers? I was like, fuck. So um, hopefully come January they're they're you know. It'll be the it'll be like they'll start hyping. Yeah, Raw, you know, twenty well, ratings are up twenty one percent. You know, the first week or two after football, some shit like that, and and hopefully for and you know they'll you know for our everybody's sake, ratings will go back up. Uh, I think know, a lot of and stuff. But I it's not it's not it's not a good sign that they're falling so. I mean, there was a good football game last week, so at least. Right. At least it was like Chiefs Broncos that came down to you know into the fourth quarter. It was still a good game, and it wasn't Raiders, fucking San Diego. You know, not Padres, but Chargers. You know, and it was a thirty to twelve blow bullshit. You know, nothing like that, and they still did terrible ratings. So at least they were up again. Oh, and 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 you know, sitcoms are back. It was first run CW stuff. Uh, a lot of first run. Stuff all up and down, the, up and down the channels. Playoff, playoff baseball. So if you're going to hit this historic lows, you don't want to. But if everything around you, TV wise, is new, super exciting, brand new, you know, back for a brand new season or series premieres, blah blah blah. That's the week you want to hit a historic low. I mean, imagine you hit a historic low when everything's in reruns and the Raiders are playing the fucking, you know, the Owen fucking. Seven Raiders are playing the one in fucking, you know, fucking Chargers. It'd be, and you still hit it. That's when you should really, really, really be concerned. They should be concerned now, but again, at least they can look to the other, other things and go, well, people watching Big Bang Theory or whatever the fuck's back on Monday. All right. 
Um, but yeah, it, but it's funny on the SmackDown side though, they retain eighty three percent of their audience by the time the show ends. Yeah. So it's I two really, hours. I, that, I, I'm never going to yep. stop harping on that. That helps or hurts Raw for sure. Helps SmackDown, and it's just a more compelling show start to finish. And I think a lot of people were turned off by the Brock title run that they had with him not really being on TV. I think that turned a lot of people off. And remember, remember when the first few years of this three-hour stuff, it was always people people came back for the third hour. The mid, the second hour was right. always the least watched hour. Now it's just people show up at eight. Or or eight seven central and by eleven ten central they're they're gone they're tapped out. Even back when Raw was they two hours out by ten o'clock. Even right, even back when Raw was two hours nine to ten Eastern, people would come back at ten fifty in droves to see the main event. They'd be like, whatever, I don't care about the man, but I do want to see this main event. They don't even that hasn't been the case for years. No. No, but SmackDown, I don't they think nobody that same that similar formula or the the older formula. Like they lose some, but oh, God damn it, I didn't turn that ice machine off. Sorry. I think a lot of people are turned on by who's the champion on the show. Okay. I really think that. Mhm. So either they they switch some shit up, or do something, or bring somebody else in new, or do something compelling. Else it's just gonna keep on going like this for the rest at least for the rest of this year, at least. They they better start kissing somebody's ass and bringing back somebody that people really like. I don't know who, because it damn sure ain't gonna be no CM Punk because his ass ain't never coming back. He ain't gonna pull no damn Shawn Michael. No. It'll be five years from oh. the Rumble. People need to uh, get the fuck over CM Punk. And I think largely we, we yeah. have. I don't want I don't, you know. There's a pocket of people that still <clears throat> won't give it up or will cheer, you know, chanting, you know, CM Punk's during, you know, name during, you know, a, a, a boring match or whatever. But a session match for the mar- most part, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, we're, <laughs> we're we're past the Punk stuff. If Punk, punk it would be. He would do himself a disservice. I don't think he'd be as over. I think he'd get that initial, oh, my God, CM Punk's back. Wow, wow, wow. First feud would be people would want to see it. And then they would remember, like, you. they would either be like, you've been gone all this time. Fuck you. Or, you know, you're new to me. Or they would be hit with the, oh, you were just gone all this time. You weren't here sacrifice. You know, and it'd be that bullshit wrestling fan. You weren't. You left us garbage, even though it would be the same people that were, like, his champion three to five years ago. Right. So yeah, he's probably like, he, no, no. Be- he knows, he better than anybody knows how fickle wrestling fans are. Yeah. So, why would he, he's fine. Yeah. yeah. Alright, you can let me go, Trey. Cool, man. Appreciate you. Talk to you next time. And plus, if Punk wanted to actually just wrestle and get a payday, WWE just isn't the only, you know, it's not the only place anymore. So he'd be welcome (laughs) anywhere in the world. So what are these three about to do? Oh, my God. 
All three. Oh, my God. Double Hurricane Rana. Wow. Wow. So Adam Cole and 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 Pete Dunne were on the top rope, sort of by coincidence, uh, both facing, you know, the ring. And Ricochet hit him with a uh, – hit him both with a Hurricane Ron and both of them, you know, bumped Hurricane Ron style into the ring. It was, it was cool. Um – Look at this. Breaking news. This Brett Kavanaugh shit is not over. Judge Karen LaCroft Henderson, a a H.W. Bush nominee, forwarded more than a dozen misconduct complaints to the Chief Justice determining determining there were substantive enough that they needed investigation by judges outside the Second Circuit Court of Appeals where Kavanaugh served as a judge. (laughs) Yeah, fuck. This is highly unusual. Legal experts and several people familiar with the matter said... <laughs> Fuck that guy, scumbag, little fucking liar. What's the devil's triangle? Drinking game. <laughs> Somebody wrote, I, I, I would have burned Lindsey Graham's house, house to the ground. And by that, I mean it's a drinking game that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> uh, whoa! Shooting star press into a goddamn... Triangle choke. Why would Pete Dunn expose his crotch like that? I don't even mean like literally like he's down or something. <laughs> I see with this finger bullshit, that should be a disqualification <clears throat> and the match should be awarded to to to, to Ricochet. So Pete Dunn we picked him up in a power bomb to power bomb him, and Pete Dunn, who's you know the only way you can do do that is to get you know to hold on to the guy's hands as he picks you up, bends his fucking fingers like a goddamn criminal. Fuck you, Pete Dunn. All right, let's uh, let's talk to Craig. Craig, what's up, Woody? What up? Not a lot. How about you? Not too much. What's on your mind? Well, uh, first of all, um, are you aware my first, my my jaunt back into wrestling from an 18-year layoff Mm -hmm. was was the Royal Rumble 2014, which was CM Punk's last match. Right. You ain't got no love for CM Punk. (laughs) Do you? No. Fuck him. Right. (laughs) So... Every time they do that, I can't wait for that CM Punk shit to go away, and I'm surprised it hasn't completely gone away. It kind of, it kind of almost, oh, almost has because of what he's done to Coke Cabana. But what's he done to Coke Cabana? He fucked him out of the the money he promised him. Have you not followed on that story? Oh, that. Like he said, he said he was gonna pay his legal fees if if Cole Cabana didn't if uh, Cole Cabana didn't cooperate with the investigation or whatever on the payment stuff. Did, did did he put it in writing? Hey, I'm just saying, if you did that to me, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, well. I don't care about writing. I care about whether you're a good person and whether I can chant your name, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was going to be the, that was the tipping. I'm there. just saying, dude. I'm just saying. If if you do if you do something like that, I you know I have no respect for you. If a handshake ain't good enough, you know. The, yeah, but I, I, I don't I don't match. I don't know enough to 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 comment like forcefully or any kind of one side or another. So I'll take your I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CM Punk fuck Colt Cabana and anyway. Uh, and and how the hell did Brock beat Undertaker? Undertaker is such a like he's got twenty five years of wrestling in his blood, and Brock's just an MMA guy. Like how <laughs> how the hell? Yeah, I, yeah, he should have uh, he should have walked through Brock. <laughs> he should have cut right through him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he knows all the heel uh, tactics and stuff. He's got thirty years worth yeah. of. Uh, you know, he knows how to headbutt and use yeah. Plus, they don't have like uh, no uh, last man standing matches and stuff in uh, in UFC. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking short. <laughs> he just goes ha ha cute. I love it. <laughs> Uh, so did you watch, did you get to see the, like the actual, uh, Habib diving over the, yeah. diving over the cage? Uh, I didn't, I was working all Saturday night and I got off work and I came home. I, I think I might've been holding out like on, I didn't see anything until the next morning cause I was waiting to, I don't, I don't know why I, I didn't access the internet until like seven o'clock in the morning. And then everybody was just like going Access nuts, and I saw the internet. The oh wait, you're the guy that downloads your your uh, your podcasts because what yeah. you have like two fucking kilobytes worth of fucking data or something? Like what's what's your deal? I, yeah, you I don't, don't have I don't have a phone. Yeah, I mean I have a phone, but it's a minutes phone, so uh, I, I don't. Oh it's always shit! Okay, so it's not even. Oh, I'm fucking. Clowning, and it's just literally like, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> it literally, I literally have to be yeah. on like a Wi-Fi or something. I go, oh, okay, I thought you were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that sucks. But I get a, no, I'm, I I'm get a going. card every three months that has like uh, 60 minutes on it, and it's 60 minutes or 60 texts or 60 megabytes of download. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna. It's like. That's like the that's like two bars of a song. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like back in the three point one uh uh this young Metro don't trust you, I'm or, going to yeah. that's the only that's the only part of the song you get. Um Damn. No, I, I got off work and, and I saw this one account and it had a fan a fan uh view. Oh yeah, everybody had their phones out. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it was like some verified thing. I, I follow this guy and like it showed it had a really good angle of the dude just jumping up on the cage, like a zoo animal and just right out into the crowd. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Yeah. And then, and then I didn't know what else was happening in the meantime, but 
my my thing about it was uh, the uh, Ariel and the Bad Guy is on ESPN Plus, and I was watching that today, and that they talk it's uh, Ariel somebody and um, Connor uh, Ariel um, warning yeah, and Chael Sonnen, and um, they were talking. First of all, I'd never seen the show before, but I was out of shows to watch for the day. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll check this show out, see what they mm-hmm. had to say about the Conor McGregor stuff. And they had on this other guy, and, and they were cussing and stuff. They were seeing the dude said fucking shit. Craig? Craiger? Hi there. Connor McGregor. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah, if you drop but, off uh, now, you can't call back, so we're in overrun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they were saying the baby, the Connor McGregor thing, uh, he was the victim. First of all, I don't agree with that. But second of all, could this be like his opportunity to have a baby face turn? He's done everything he can as a villain. Oh, yeah. I don't know if a baby face is saying. What was the? What did he say? The thing when he? Oh, we won the. We lost the right. battle, but we won the war. Like motherfucker, you ain't you 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 lost the war, the battle. Like, did you see what happened, motherfucker? Like, so that I'm, ain't. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about anything like before. You're just saying going forward. I'm talking forward about everything here. Yeah, yeah, going forward. Yeah, I mean. If, if it's in him to not be a piece of garbage, sure. Do you think it's in him to even fake not to be a piece of shit and to be genuine? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I don't. I, I don't. But you're but saying I you're mean, asking, if, could he? Is this the time and all that? Well, yeah, he's playing. He's playing a character, pretty much. I mean, I don't think no, he's I think, sitting at home. I think like, you can double down. I think you you can double down as a villain. And and just hope well, to work, well, what, you know. Good. What do you think would be more prudent for him to do financially? Like as a as a as a character as an entertainer, to have a good guy run in him, or to just double down on the bad guy. Especially now that he has this opening, and he ain't gonna have this opening ever again. And I've listened to this whole show. Yo, did I get put on this line? Wait, can you hear me? Hello? Wait. Hey, what's up? What's up? Oh, I, I guess he got. Dis- I guess he got disconnected. Travis got disconnected. I guess so, because I just got put on the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that'd be funny. Me and you close out the East Coast cast because Travis can't call right. back yet. No, 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 no. I that can. I have, right now. I have my uh, phone over. You know, I dial in now ever since like a few weeks ago and my shit took a giant dump on me from Skype. But even though I don't use Skype, I use the direct call in. I still, just in case have this though so it was sitting over there just open just on mute and uh so yeah i just bought myself in that's weird because it just 
kicked me off. That was odd. And and because I thought I was still, t- I was like, oh, Craig just cut off. Let me bring Darrell on. Hey, hey, Darrell, what was that? Hello, hello. And then yeah, that's when I realized uh, she was fucked up. So you were so, yeah, so it's all three of us. So let's uh, let's have it. All right. Well, can I can I uh, tell you guys I'm I'm officially a comic book guy now. <laughs> what? Wait a damn second. How did this happen? And I I don't care how it happened. I'm taking credit. But go ahead. How did I, no, this I story? Said, I sent you guys a picture of the comic book I bought. But oh, I must have totally ignored it. Well, you like oh, it. Oh, man. Uh, you talking about that wrestling comic book? Yes. Oh. But it's a, it's a graphic novel. So, so <laughs> as, are you comic book nerds going to shame me? Yes. Because it's a graphic novel? No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. It's the, a graphic novel and a comic book aren't, like, different things. I, um, it's just not – it's still a comic book. Um, I would suggest – like, seriously, I'm I'm planning, and, and Dave, if you're listening, since it's out, you've rolled it out officially, I want to do a real deal launch kind of thing for Dave's uh, graphic novel called uh, Grapple Hold. And it's this intergalactic wrestling federa- feder- uh, federation, and it's fucking – Awesome. I haven't read it since he reissued it and, like, finished the, the – like, I read volume one. I think he did a volume two and, like, combined it and added some tweaks and shit. And I'm really excited, and I just got it for my Kindle. He made it He made it available for me. I, I think he heard me bitching about it. I missed a date uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I would suggest to all of y'all, not just Craig, but Darrell, anybody listening, that you get The Grapple Hole by David Thomas. On the, you can find it on Amazon on Kindle. It is so like it's so basic. It's like this. It's like basic as far as like how he books his wrestling federation, like and the story that he tells. It's like oh my god, every wrestling fan will be like, damn it, why don't they just do this? <laughs> Obviously, it's not aliens and like you know intergalactic aspects, but a story is a story. Um, but but. But yeah, um, so so since you're interested now, I know Craig for sure that you're interested. You got this uh, book by Audrey uh, Sitterson and Chris Moreno. It's the the comic book story of professional 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 wrestling. I, it's yeah, that's kind of a vague. I just assume it's a. Is it one long story or is it just essay in comic book form? It, it goes it goes all the way from. Um like the beginning is, I mean, it even even talks oh, about the stuff Oh, it's literally the, the history, the comic book story. Yeah. Of it, oh, it's the history of wrestling just in comic form. All right. That's. Yeah, it has like. It's kind of based on true events. Of, <laughs> yeah, know, but it, it's so I'm not even like sure. I'm just going back to your comic book like. thing, Craig. I think this is more a wrestling book than a comic book. And I don't, I don't. You're not a, a comic book guy yet, so tell me when you read. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Right. So when you read the life of Carol Danvers or the life of uh, Captain Marvel or something, then we can talk. Well, my point was <laughs> that my point in bringing it up was because I I figured you already knew that I had bought the comic, but the point of it, my bringing it up, was that I the the pr- 
problem I've had with reading comics always has been I can't follow the frames. Like, oh, you see, the app would be perfect for you then. I think it's so awesome that the way the Comicsology or the Marvel uh, or the DC, I mean, they're all any real comic book app is going to have that where you put it in the format of you you hit it and it goes to the next thing that you're supposed to look at and you you never spoil yourself so like because you read bubble. two frames ahead or any of that no yep, no no yep it's mm-hmm. it's not that but like like sometimes there will be three things in the same frame yeah, like yeah, totally. All that for for spoiling yourself, going too far, or just following a conversation, knowing who talks first, and sometimes in a conversation, yeah. that that's the entire context is it can be based on you know uh, who started. Doctor, am I going to become a comic book nerd? You probably are, Craig. I mean, if that's really the issue, and digital completely solves that for you, then you have no choice. And 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 you saw what happened to me. That you literally my were there for the evolution of, of of me going, eh, okay, I'll try these little comic book things you guys like so much to, oh, my God, my life revolves around fucking, you know, comic books, and I just spent $40 on comic books, and I ain't got food in the crib, shit like that. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know how hard I go on this shit, though, because I'm going to be even worse than you. Uh, what was the name of the thing you just said? The guy with the grappler? Oh, I'm grapple on Amazon. Is the name of the uh, of the book. His name is David Tom Thomas. Okay. So, yeah, thank you. Darrell, jump in. We ain't heard 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 from you in any substantive way in a bit. Uh oh, is Darrell still with us? Nope, Darrell dropped off. Ain't that a bitch? Darrell was like, I ain't, oh. you know what? I can't get the final segment alone. What a diva. Yeah, what no, a- no. <laughs> I was going to drop off just to give him the final segment alone. But <laughs> what a <laughs> I was like, diva. No, he, he might have just got disconnected, but. <laughs> Wait, I got to. I was, was kind of looking for. It kicked me out like it did you. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, shit, let's make it quick. All right, what what we got, Craig? They boot us all. He can't call back in either, right? No, it's the overrun. It's too late. (laughs) Um, Last couple. I'll just do a couple things. Um, uh, um, uh, You guys are talking about uh, ambiguous, racially, the rock. Racially ambiguous. Um, I was reading a book, or I'm in the middle of a book right now, American Like Me. And Wait, based on a... Oh, no, that's they, Black Like Me, the Langston Hughes poem. Sorry. No, it's a... It's a um, do you know who America Ferreira is? Oh, yeah, sure. She was U- Ugly Betty, and now she's in Superstore. Mm-hmm. And um, she she put together this compilation of, like, of um, essays from all these actors, um, you know, uh, just not celebrities, but just people that, 
I mean, I guess they all have blue check marks next to their name or whatever, but, you know, they're all just like Most all of these them, people. you know, unless you're probably like into like Hollywood culture you might not have heard of. They're probably just small working actors. Right, right. right? Well, yeah, and, and well, you saw that. Did, did you ever watch the one with the Simpsons? Uh, I forget what his name is. I, I always have a hard time with the names that I don't can't pronounce. The the guy Harry Kumbalal. I don't I don't want to put. Oh yeah, name. um, yeah 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 yeah. I know that dude. The Indian dude with the glasses. The, about, wasn't uh, he? he was in the Big Sick. I think so. The uh, mm-hmm. the one that was bitching about a poo. Yeah, I think again that's the dude that was in the Big Sick. Okay, well that's I watched that documentary he did about a poo because he was on a, another podcast I listened to and and, and oh no that's I Kumal Nanjani. Sorry, that's my my being. That's racist. the guy. No, 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 no. The guy from the Big Sick is uh, uh, Kumail oh, yeah, Nanjani. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah. You're talking about the guy with the glasses who's a little browner than Kumal Nanjani. Yeah, with the, like, the stand-up. Yeah, with curly uh, hair. Yeah, he's a curlier hair. Yep, yep, yep. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and um, and he he did the Apu documentary, and, and in the Apu documentary, he had all these guys on there, or guys and girls, that were like... Um, is it Southeast Asian? Southeast Asians, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I love all these. They were people. talking about like they would go like, to school I, and like that's all people knew about Southeast Asians. Yeah, <laughs> everybody would yeah. get the poison. It's like, <sighs> but on the, the other hand, like, it's like, well, at least we're being represented some way. It's like this double kind of. I didn't see the documentary, but I've seen interviews and I've seen like probably clips oh, of people talking it's about that. And he's like, yeah, it's on some way, and some, some, it's just like black exploitation movies. Like we ain't acting like that. We ain't a bunch of jive talking pimp daddies and whores and, you know, that bullshit. <laughs> the, the shit in the in the in the in the late sixties and throughout the seventies. But that was us on screen, all black people. Or you know, major fucking, all, you know, eighty percent of the cast is black. Granted, we're pimps and whores and fucking criminals. You know, but it's look and and it's this double edged kind of <laughs> totally. Right. And at least if you're black in America, you you know you you have a giant presence culturally. So you you certainly have you know if you're Indian or 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 some kind of various uh, Asian, um, yeah, the representation is minuscule and it's probably super offensive. <laughs> What I was at least we had like the Cosby Show and shit and something else that was like not great. But go ahead. What I was wanting to ask you about was the the racially ambiguous part because a lot of those people you don't know where they're from because like that was one of the things that one of the uh, women said was like one of the things she gets asked is where are you from or uh, what are you and. And um, she like enjoyed her. Am- yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She said that, uh, not Michigan, but yeah, she said yeah. that. But um, the the ambiguous part, she enjoyed 
kind of being someone you couldn't identify. And and then I was thinking about the movie Bulworth because I talked to Cam about it earlier. And um, at the end of the movie, well, not the end, but sort of near the end, he goes, everyone's just got to keep fucking everyone until we're all the same color. And I always thought that was a problem because I like the diversity, even though it creates problems. I yeah. think if we were all the same color. Yeah, that's boring as fuck. It's the reason why when I went yeah. to all black college, it was like, I, I grew up downtown, down center city, Philadelphia. I went to a fifth through eighth grade. I might have went to an inner city high school, but I get, got to go home. You know, when I went to college in Virginia, you know, you eat, sleep, play, party, fuck, every, everybody's every the same. And it was just like, damn, I ain't seen an Asian woman in forever. I, I just don't. And it was, to me, culture shock because it was just like I'm not used to being around all black people just 24-7. Like, where's everybody else? Like, where, like, anybody here listen to indie indie rock music? No? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, so it, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, continue. Well, that that's what I like about living where I live. Like, there's all, I mean, it's just, it's not a melt. Oh, shit, the one, the one part in the American Like Me, American Like Me book, she said, we're not a melting pot. We're stupid. Because that's gross. We're a salad bowl. Oh, I've you got your croutons and your fucking tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. And you totally. know, and I thought that was really, and so yeah, I was who, wondering, who wants, guys, who wants, yeah, who who wants melted goo? Like, <laughs> who wants? <laughs> I don't want to melt flavors of, of goo to stick to your cracker or fondue piece in. Like, no, I'd rather a nice well, stew or a, salad. That's or, another one of the things. If we were all the same, if we all just became the same, there would be no spice. There'd be no reason for me to enjoy New Orleans. There'd be no, you know, there'd be no, you know, you know what I'm saying? And even genetically, it's like, would, like, it would take a very long time. The population would have to get very small, but genetic variation is a good thing. thing. Huh? The UN just said we're all going to die in 22 years anyway. Oh, well, yeah. That's why I ain't got no kids. You ain't going to see me bringing nobody into this world I got to worry about <laughs> in that in that way. That's serious. I'm not saying that but, to be uh, a fucking, you know, mm-mm. I mean, I ain't going to have Social yeah, Security. I... What the fuck do you think my kids going to not have? <laughs> nah. Hey. Needs yeah, that's that's why I've abstained for thirty nine years. Well, um, I got reason to. That goes that goes into my last question. I'll let you go. Um, uh, instead of doing my one gotta go, I'll save the one gotta go for the VIP. Okay. I want your must have ingredients in chili. Well. It, not not including beans or or meat or or some kind of like you know protein, right? Oh, some people or, don't like or, some people don't like beans and meat in their chili. What has what to be in order for then? you to in, right? Well, in, at some point, in order for you, to, bowl of bullshit. 
no, no, beans or meat. You know, some some people just like and you know they're vegetarian, and like my sister. Right, but you have some kind of like satan or don't you have some kind of like tofu? Yeah, satan? some people don't consider if you have meat in your chili, then it's not chili. Or if you have beans in your chili, it's not chili. Who the fuck Sheldon. says that? Sheldon, where on is Big Bang where is chili? What is where is chili? What is who who claims chili? That well, I, a, I guess Texas. East hey guys, Texas. What? Who claims chili? Like, is it uh, is it Mexican? Is it I? I mean, it ain't Irish, but like, who? Is it a mishmash? Is it a Tex-Mex thing that that wouldn't exist and un- un- didn't exist until the two met? You know, traditional chili. Yeah, like, uh, like on a cheetah dog and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Or that you would eat at a chili cook-off or something. It seems very American, right? Yeah, I don't, it's not Mexican. No, it's like... If anything, it's like hints of Mexican. Right, right. It's like, what's the bullshit they serve? What's that China, the dish they serve in uh, Chinese stores? That, Or at least, not they don't. It's, uh, it's the mash of everything. That didn't exist until Chinese immigrants came over here and started selling shit in saloons, and um, they just put at the end of the day just put everything in, a, in together, and American stupid ass cowboys ate it and they called it fuck. It's like the most famous like Chinese food dish you've ever heard of that doesn't exist anymore. Damn it! Did we lose Craig too? I feel like I'm talking to myself. No, I'm just, I'm just. Get here. <laughs> I'm. I, I was thinking it, chicken no, chow mein, oh. but I mean, it goes it. No, 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 not chow mein. Um, chicken fried I, rice. No, it's, it's. I can read the menu. I got it right here. No, that that's my point. It doesn't. <laughs> Old West Chinese food. It was like, um, anyway, it'll come to me or it won't. Maybe I'll tweet it if it fucking comes to me at like one in the morning. <laughs> right in the middle of, right in the middle of VIP when Rich is sleeping, yeah, like, oh, he'll be oh, like, shit. Rich will be like, what the hell are you doing? You lose my pan. That's what I was talking about the whole fucking time. And then Rich will wake up and. All right. Rich will be like, yeah, in the shield, I hope they don't break up because uh, Dean Ambrose goes back to. <laughs>
oh, I'm glad I have my backup here, or that would have been a uh, a bad time. And so glad I didn't get to turn my phone off when I figured out my old setup here. So we'll be keeping the landline for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, so that does it for us here on the uh, live portion. Um, we'll be back next week, same time, same channel. Me and Rich will be by in a little bit, so once you're done listening to this in podcast form, click over and uh, check out the VIP, where Rich and I will bring you another hour or so of content. Um, get that Dave Thomas uh, Grapple Hold book. If you want to, before we do the uh, full-on push, I'm going to get Bruce Mitchell involved, and I think he read the first version last year. Um, so now that it's done, done, I'll get him back involved. He'll, you know, maybe plug in on Bruce Mitchell or something. And, uh, yeah, get Dave to move some paper for Dave, move some digital paper for Dave since he's been a uh, loyal listener and writes good shit. I mean, that's all you got to do. I'm really care. Yeah, if you listen, that's great. But <laughs> if I read something you did or listen to something you've done or watch something you've done and I like it, I'm probably going to uh, probably going to talk about it, which should which should let you folks out there know that if you've told me about stuff and said, hey, I do this or do that, and I've listened to it, and I haven't talked about it, it's probably because I don't like it. <laughs> not very shy about talking about shit I don't like. I don't go out of my way to t- talk shit about stuff I didn't like, you know, unless it's like wrestling, and that's what I'm supposed to do. But <laughs> all right, before I fucking <laughs> ostracize some people or lose a fan, Let's uh, go ahead and end things. I'm Travis. Thanks for all your energy and your time. See you all next week.